0: <laughs> What's going on, YouTube? What's going on, everybody? Uh, here we are. We're back live for you guys. Got the uh, TFL broadcast. Uh, this is Michael. Hey, this, this is Josh. Chris. Oh. And oh. Josh,
1: oh I stepped on your dick right out the dude, box. Dude, like, it hurts, I, man. I, I stepped all over your dick. I'm sorry, Chris.
2: Uh, dude, uh, oh, man, uh, this Anyway, if I'm, I'm going to cry you, in silence over here.
1: If you don't know, now you know. <laughs> That's pretty. And I'm Josh I with a face hugger. Look at this face hugger. Oh, so all over my face. All right, so we're here live, 8.30, the late Legion.
0: And you, you might as well, you, you may see in one of these other boxes, Zach's, uh actually, what is it? What, what does he
2: have on there? It says Insurrection. Isn't that like a Star Trek movie? I think so. That was like a shitty Star Trek movie. On top of that,
1: Insurrection. What is that? That was a Star Trek movie. Like a beer. Oh, Uh, is that a beer? Is that what he's doing?
0: Because it looks like a gun and a motorcycle.
2: I don't know. Maybe it's a movie.
0: It's Uh.
1: some vegan bullshit.
2: (laughs) (laughs) So, so did I miss the conversation where Zach was uh, inducted into the vegan? Whoa.
1: Okay, so so Zach is gone vegan, right? Well, here's the thing: my brother, in all his infinite laziness, and 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 and, and, and to know Zach's laziness, you have to know Zach for a while. But like, dude, this he's is not me.
0: even here to defend
1: himself. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was gonna, gonna talk, say maybe, we should, like, maybe we should hold. this. Let me talk shit about no, my brother no, real quick. i want to talk <laughs> shit about my brother real quick. Okay, because like, here's the thing: my brother is so lazy. Like, he was like, "Give me the job." <laughs> With the least amount of responsibility. That's my brother. I mean, like, yeah, I mean, Dude, see, he's a
2: he's a fucking cop. How is that the least amount of responsibility? That's like have, to me. You, that's the least no, amount of
1: responsibility. You have no idea, okay? Yeah. Okay, so that at one time my brother was a cop here in Victoria, right? And and uh, and you know, as a rookie, you know, he went through the training program and all that. Now, I mean, he's a great cop. Don't get me wrong, he's a great cop. But the there's certain cop. jobs. There's certain jobs in the cop world that are more. Demanding than others, if you know what I mean, right? Like so, are you
2: talking about when you go undercover as a hooker?
1: Yeah, yeah, like <laughs> like it? like that. That he would he would he would excel at because he could just <laughs> lay there and then let the humping, you know, or maybe like you know you know solicit solicit male prostitution in in the in the bathrooms of the park. No, but here's the thing, like so one of the jobs that my brother uh, he comes up and he says, hey, uh, I'm uh, I'm going into traffic. And I was like, traffic like a you know a, is that like a, a promotion He's like, no, it's kind of a lateral move and I was like, what do you mean lateral mo-? oh here he is <laughs> he, he heard your, uh, it's like yeah. candyman he
2: heard his name he's like, what?"
1: So, so my Zach,
2: brother, he's like spoiling your good
0: name right now.
3: No, I am not, I am not, I am I am not,
1: I am not, I'm just talking about your lateral move into traffic when you were here in Victoria, you know, I mean, see, I was like, I was like, man, hey, great promotion, right, he's like, no, nah, it's kind of a lateral move, you know, so, uh, uh, uh you know, and, and, and for my brother, it's great, you know, I mean, because there was a, you know, you don't have to. You know, have the shift work and the weird hours and stuff like that. It's kind of like an eight to five, you know. But my brother, you know, and this is what makes him such a great tactician in, like, Warhammer. Because my brother will find the angle, you know, that's, that's you know, you see, you know, that you see from, you know, that only certain people will see. Because, like, some people will, like, you know, hey, you know, this is, you know, this is what I do, you know. But my brother can see every angle. That's his gift, you know. I mean, he can see every angle and say, "Hey, look, these guys can get away with doing just a little bit less than these guys over here." That's what I'm going to do. Like, like, check it out. Pour the wine, bro. Pour the wine. So, hey.
2: now it's National Wine Day, so everyone should uh, have the glass. You, you,
0: <laughs> so, like, what did that have to do with like Zach being a vegan? <laughs> like, I'm drinking
1: in Okay. Okay. <laughs> Okay, so here's the thing. Zach, Zach, Zach's wife became a vegan. So therefore, because Wendy's like cooking all the food, like the tofu and the 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 Boca burgers and stuff like that. Zach's like, what?
2: If, okay, wait, wait, hold on, hold on. What is a Boca burger?
1: It's a it's a it's a vegetable burger. It's, there's no it's meat like in it. Soy. It's like bo- Boca Boca. Oh, okay. Boca coming from the Spanish word meaning mouth, meaning <laughs> like,
3: like it's from the Boca Haram. Like the, uh... isn't that the group that kidnapped all the girls Yeah, Do you
1: know what happened to all those girls that's, that's what happened his to asshole
3: co- girls. They, didn't, they, didn't, oh. they
1: didn't eat any meat oh, <laughs> oh jesus
3: no. that's, oh, that's, that's it. That's this is going terribly so I'm, wrong I'm in the garage really today so <laughs> sorry to all the Boko Haram we're all <laughs> All about it. drink some wine. hope you find your girls. <laughs> Jesus dude, yeah. like that
0: what, like what why would you do that to yourself? Oh, I don't know.
2: So okay, okay so, so I've, got, I've, got, I've got a buddy that his wife became yes. vegan and so by extension, he became vegan, but it was only when he was at home. So Zach, are you doing that thing or are you vegan? like are you into it 100 percent? Are you like
0: sneak eating? Like when you go like when you're heading home from work? Do you
1: I mean you're in a garage, bro, you can let it out. She's not gonna watch this. Is this is
2: this is a safe space.
1: This is a safe space. This is like
2: right. <laughs> okay. There's no safe spaces.
1: There's no safe spaces. He doesn't. He doesn't. He's a good he's a good guy. I get it. I get it. Blink blink twice <laughs> if you like if you like have a burger every now and then. Just blink twice. <laughs>
0: There's some, there's some like seven eleven 11 guys like, oh, Mister La Rosa <laughs> I, I put two hot dogs on the, on the rotisserie for you, just like you like them. And he's all, no, 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 no. shut up, shut
2: up. It, it's just, it's, it's interesting to me because, you know, and again, I'm just speaking, a very close friend of mine that went through this. You know, when they got married, his wife wasn't a vegan, and, uh so she was all about the steak and all that when they got married. So and she did a lot of the cooking, so he bought this badass grill and all this stuff, and within like a year she went to a, from that to a vegetarian to a like a hardcore vegan
1: poor dude
2: but well, no, when he goes out like i i went up that's the guy I went and saw the uh, the anthrax lamb of God show with uh, about six weeks ago and dude when we we went to uh uh Fido's, uh there in Austin, and dude, we ate it up, dude, we had some had some it's meat. Like...
1: Oh, sweet meat. Hey, does the meat taste that much sweeter, bro, when you when you get to eat it when she's not around?
0: Dude, I, I've met, like, vegans and, like, vegetarians that, like, go eat meat and then just start, like, puking afterwards. Yeah, it's got to change your body
1: inside. See, Zach, Zach to, I heard that Zach and Wendy were doing it for a year, right? But, like, I think once, after a year, and and, and Wendy's, and, and I can admire this, she's like, I want to see if I can do it. You know okay. what I'm saying? Okay, okay, fair enough. You know what I'm saying? Hey, you know, I, I have goals that, hey, I'd like to, you know, do this for a year. Or I'd like to see if I could, you know, accomplish this feat. And I, and I think goals are a good, good thing, you know. Well, okay. But, but I mean, this is a serious, this could, like, I, I, I see, you see those gray people, you know, those grays. <laughs> you, know, you, know, you know what I'm talking about, the grays,
2: you know. Okay, okay, so talking about goals, you remember the guy, Mike Zapata, that came and shot uh, the photos for Stiff 2? Yeah. yeah. So, two years ago uh Mike said "I'm gonna go a year without meat now he still ate seafood um he still ate fish and shrimp and all that stuff, but you know no he didn't so he didn't go full And I don't know enough about veganism to say what's full vegan, but he just cut out the 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 beef part of it, the chicken part of it, and uh, after a year, he had lost a ton of weight i mean he's still a he's still a, working on that. But he continued, so he made a year, and he's like, you know what? He's I could do this. This is not a big deal like I thought it was going to be, and so he rolled forward, continuing that lifestyle.
1: Here's the thing: like I'll tell you what, like I've I've kind of like sworn off fast food. Like, okay, and when I say fast food, I mean like McDonald's, Burger King, Wendy's, that kind of thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, like the stuff that's <clears throat> processed and whatnot. Yeah. You know, and, and, but I, you know, like I, I still like Popeye's chicken. Popeye's chicken fast food, but it's still fried chicken. You know what I'm saying? Right. Fried chicken. You know, but like, like shit that you know is like man, you could put that in your trench coat pocket in, in, in wintertime and then come back next year and you can open it up and it looks the same like a year later. You know what I'm saying? I mean, like, that's that's what I consider fast yeah. food. Like if I well, go to, like...
2: F- fast food, and we're on a total tangent right now, but um, one, uh, Ryan Kimmel said, I hear becoming vegan makes your dick fall off. True or false? <laughs> Bro, can you elaborate on that? Can can we confirm this? Can you give us the status of your dick? Just like a blink, blink once. (laughs) There's no judgment. This is a safe space. We talked about that.
1: Right. Hold up. Two fingers if you have no penis.
2: We're just we're just worried about you. Yeah. This this is uh...
1: completely go off camera, bro. If you have no dick. (laughs) Okay.
2: There you have it. Yeah. Okay. Mystery solved. Well, it, it's interesting because a lot of these fast food places, and I'll just use McDonald's as an example. Uh, I work in a small town where there's very limit. If I don't take my lunch, which I don't do a lot, just because it require it would require getting up extra early, blah blah. And maybe I'm lazy in that regard. But oh, Zach, we lost Zach. He was his Zach?
1: it was the penis thing.
2: Is he? uh oh, is he looking- okay?
1: Hey, bro, just cut off your feet if you have no penis. <laughs> okay, there it happened. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want him to be
2: hanging in his garage. <laughs> bring, the, bring the video feed back. Um, He's getting
0: out of Wi-Fi, so.
2: Yeah. But no, the, the uh, so anyway, long story short, they're, you know, McDonald's, Whataburger, there's very limited places to eat if I don't bring my lunch. McDonald's is going to, so their chicken nuggets have like 157 ingredients in them. Which, if you think about how big a
3: chicken nugget is, how Can you fucking hire me? crazy that is. Yeah, we got you, bro. Okay. but like, uh, like Nobody nobody <laughs> wants to talk to me about this shit. Like everyone must assume the reason and just go off of whatever Josh says. Like well, we, we oh, were,
1: this we is were asking. asking. No, you, you, weren't, you weren't here.
3: We were
2: asking. We, we would say, you know, blink once or twice.
1: No. <laughs> yeah, you weren't here. Oh, us? well, we, we y'all, didn't,
3: us? y'all didn't say y'all couldn't hear me. You know, I thought y'all were trying to find out if I was. I'm not eating any meat, and it's really easy. It's just willpower, dude. Fucking okay. get on it, get on the train. Eat your, get your colon cleans, bro. Get your colon clean.
2: <laughs> well, so in, in, in all
3: seriousness, Zach. Jo- joking aside, are you feeling like better now that this is out of your diet? Yeah, yeah I get okay. up. Yeah, I get up early in the morning. Uh, I got energy all day. I mean, wow. big deal, man. Really? <laughs> have you ever? Have you ever like? Have you ever eaten anything like Josh? You just ate I've that eaten. fucking like two-ton steak or whatever, two two-pound steak. <laughs> it was freaking awesome. Old, you just ate the old 96er? Yeah, I did. I yeah, did. It was fucking it was awesome. Really, while, it, it was fucking awesome while you're eating it, but like you know, like you get that that feeling like ten or fifteen minutes afterwards where you feel like I could have just eaten whatever just then, and I'd feel the same I did right now if I ate two pounds of chips or some something fucked up, put no, potatoes. Man, I,
1: like I I truly enjoy.
3: And you that talk steak. about yeah I, mean, I know like you're the anomaly you're the one that talks about the food they ate three days ago like oh how it was so good and oh man it was better it was better coming out.
1: Oh yeah. But oh yeah but you know I, I tell you what just to let you know you know since I stopped eating like the fast food like I don't have like a, a perpetual state of diarrhea like I mean my poo is coming out like a yeah you know, a little little harder than soft serve so this, I'm, I'm kind of
2: this this is like men's health chat. It's, uh, hope you yeah. guys are taking notes out there. We
0: made it, dude. We made it. Yeah.
1: Probiotics. No, drink, that's some bullshit. Drink, drink now, your wine. I, drink your I, wine. Yeah, how can you drink wine probiotics. but not eat a steak? You know, like, I mean, I, I guess it's just a matter of perspective because, like, I'm not a drinker, right? I, I don't really drink. You know, I'll take a, a nip of of, of of the hair oh, of nip. the dog every now and then. cause medicine? Grandpa's medicine, but I mean, I've I,
2: seen you drink, Josh.
1: No, yeah, but I can't, like like right now, I can't just sit back and enjoy a, a glass of wine, but I can enjoy a two-pound steak, you know what I'm saying? I mean, something about taking down <laughs> 32 taking down ounces the meat. of meat, 32 ounces of, <laughs> ounce <laughs> of meat, I mean, really fulfilling, you know?
3: <laughs> Man. I, I would will, I will have had that steak in your mouth.
1: Yeah, you know, I, I, I love I love a good steak, man. I mean I I really do. I think I think it's un American to not to not eat meat. I think I really do. I so mean what I am teach I? you know, though. You're a communist what am bastard. I? Communist bastard. Like a uh one of those uh like one of those uh people from Colorado. which just you know <laughs> wear, some Birken, Birken, <laughs> wear some Birk Birken Birkenstocks. Wear some Birkin stocks and uh and uh Put on like a, a flip-flop and a, and a hemp hat, and, uh, and eat your, your, your you veg- vegetables.
2: <laughs> I don't know. I've, I've been to Colorado, and I'm just trying to – I've never seen these people that he's talking about. So, <laughs> the know. granolas. A hand the pat? granolas.
1: I don't know. With yeah, with I heard burka. Pads. It's a, like – Burka yeah, like Burka Burka like ISIS? Not a burka. Not a Birkenstock. Like it's very yeah. un-American. It's like a, it's like a, it's like a shoe that's made out of like all natural. You're the machinery. only one that
3: knows what the fuck this shit is.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, you got them. I seen them, man. Like chunkles, but not like meat chunkles. They're like, they're like
2: <laughs> meat. I've never so, seen a meat what's... chocolate I don't know what. I don't have no idea what the fuck you're talking about. Yeah, I'm
1: trying. I'm trying to paint here. I'm trying to.
2: paint. Dude, we're so far down a hole right now. <laughs> like, yeah. Is there any way out? Or do we? Yeah. Is there a way out? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, Josh, yeah. what are you working on there? <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm
3: working uh, on, Josh has been Josh has been out of the loop for a long time. I feel yeah, like we're uh, full strength right now.
1: Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, I'm working on this charybdis. It's a world eater charybdis. It's uh, there's just there's a lot of places that black needs to be on this thing, and I'm like, oh shit, you know, trying to not to hit the white spots, but. Uh, yeah, you know, with these world leaders and stuff, like I, I painted all the world leaders for Adepticon and whatnot, but like they look like shit until you get to the final steps. You know, you're like, oh fuck, damn it, I'm, you know, I can't get in there. How do you get like in there? And then, uh, and then once you bring it all together in the end, it like a kind of. Kind of, you It know, kind of works, but up until then, like, oh, like, right now, I just freaking painted some black shit on the fin. Like, look at that. Like, how? what do you deal with that, you know? So, it's like,
2: so, so Josh, just imagine that happening, but it's happening after you've done, like, a three-layer process of blacks and reds to get the color, and then you put a black strip because you fumbled <laughs> from the bridge
1: Oh, that's, a, that's the worst. But, I mean, <laughs> at least it's blacks and reds, you know what I'm saying? You can, like, blend that shit in. Like, Dude. So, you know? This is white. Like white no, says. You, you
2: know, you don't, after after you put some ghost tent down on that shit, you don't blend like, that shit in.
1: It's like eating a hot dog with a mustard dog in a white it suit. It all comes
3: back to food. <laughs> it all comes <laughs> back to food.
1: <laughs> hey, you know, I got to be me.
2: <laughs> Josh, yeah. I would pay to see you work a white suit.
1: Oh, yeah. Not after Labor Day because that's not, you know. No, that's faux pas. That's a faux pas. Fa. D- we got a few days we got a few days left. That's <laughs> Memorial Day. Oh, yeah, Everybody's right. on the other side.
2: <laughs> we're we're going we're gonna to go to Adepticon next year. All of us wearing white suits.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. People the whites. Like, what the fuck? I'm going to come in to like... Are we going to do the Harlem Shuffle? <laughs> yeah. We could.
0: So, so Josh, like you're you're just working on that, uh, like have you worked on anything else since Adepticon besides that with <sighs> your
1: Hand? Man, I, I tell you what, right now, I mean, like I, 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 I'm I'm suffering from a back injury, uh, you know, I I have a lot going on at work, um, but, um, yeah, I I got a full a solar solar ox army put together, but what? not even primed yet. Yeah, yeah, I do. It's pretty impressive. Kind of like, wanna, but but here's the thing, like we haven't. I want to get some games in, you know. I mean, we need to set up. You know, we've had so many events and whatnot going on, and and it seems like out of one into another, and then uh, you know between that and my work schedule, I was like, shit, man, I just want to play, man. Who wants to play? You know, come on, let's get a game in. There we go. Yeah, show of hands, play, play. Yeah, I mean. I want. I want to play. I, I see all these games, and I'm watching these these podcasts and these battle reports and and stuff. On, <laughs> and people like putting man that Iron Warriors army that popped up on Facebook this week. Oh my God! Three grand. I mean, yeah. Oh, the, the,
3: oh, the first, that one. Okay. I want to. I want
1: to I want play that. Guy. Yeah. I want to. I want to play. I just want to play. I mean. I, I mean even more so than paint, and I love painting. But I want to play. Like I mean, I think we should get like a, a, a game with TFL, man. I think TFL should get together and play, play some games, man. That's funny. You should bring that
3: up. Tonight. Yeah, you just you you you've been out of the loop, I guess. Like, I have been. Zach, out of the loop. Zach uh, drop some knowledge on him, Zach. Yeah. Okay.
1: yeah well,
3: I mean, it, it's in, it's in the works, but I mean, like I'm having like a like an invitational. It's real small, real intimate affair, just like for for us, uh, you know. As a reward for doing some for working hard, we're gonna play, uh, we're gonna play with each other. It's not gonna be just the other dudes. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But no, but but I mean like all you know the Victoria guys and well maybe maybe I, I at a couple of spots. Hopefully, so, hopefully so uh, the guys around town, maybe Victoria, some maybe some of the new guys. So it's not. We don't have to worry about lodging or anything like that. It can be real laid back, and we could just get some shit in. You know.
1: You know when you say dudes. And then, it's and then we can sexy. find the best
3: of the. We can find the best of the best. You know. When, best of the, you we say, haven't determined. We haven't even determined that. You know. When you say
1: dudes, it's even, not as sexy as when pretty says dudes.
3: Well, sorry, yes. I have. I don't have a bunch of meat in my in my colon.
1: Why is <laughs> well, it? To, well, why do we have to go? Well, why is it? <laughs> Okay, so like, when, is this, when is this invitation? Everything I, Every time
3: I say dudes, it sounds real feminine. It sounds like dudes. <laughs> I sound like fulgrum. <laughs> it did. It. Brothers. Brothers, let's get together and play. We're going <laughs> to play up my
1: shot. I just, it, I'll just bring it the lube. <laughs> Spankatron, Spankatron, we're going to have TFL over. <laughs> we can't go into that until pretty gets off. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh. Okay, so when is the invitational happening? Because I want a piece oh, of a piece of. Well,
3: I mean, it's still I want a piece like of your ass. it's still real. <laughs> your, it's still real fluid, man. Ass. It's still real fluid. Like we can, I mean, it's. I'd, I hate to like talk on the on the webcast about it because it's, you know, people are gonna be like, "Hey, can I get in on that invitation? Where's my invite? You know, what's up? No love? You know, you know here's but, the uh, thing. It's out there now.
1: I think, I think, I think pretty. No, I think Monty said it best. Monty, I think it was you that said it best. If you got to ask to be TFL, you're not TFL. You yeah, know, and, I got, and, and I tell you what, man, there, there's people that came in, and they came in hard. And, uh, I mean, there's, like there's guys like out there that torqued. like, fully torqued. Correct. Yeah and, and 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 you know you know it's, it's strange because it's like you come to these events and stuff and you see these people and and it's they they're there man you know hey and uh you know it, it, if you don't know now you know you know what i'm saying but uh i i'm ready to play some of these people i want to play gunner man I, i'm so i'm so uh, upset that i didn't get to play gunner you know Blake you know i want to play Blake Jacob Dalton so, Corpus.
2: so i i think you know no, we're going to have go. We're, we're we're gonna have a few opportunities, you know. Obviously, we're talking about this invitational
3: uh, no. in, in the next couple of months. Uh,
1: What's going you know, on? The, no. what, is, what is that, bro? I'm airbrushing. Oh, okay. It's not like okay. you're you're like. messing with a vacuum.
3: He's vacuuming the garage. It's it's the thing I do in the garage. Right. In my we call it Zach's special time. With the vacuum.
2: <laughs> so w- one of the things, Josh, and we talked about this a little bit today, and I know you're a little bit behind on the chat, yeah. but coming up in the next couple of weeks, we're, so we're going to start doing battle reports again. Yes. Um, Fantastic. So kind of the, the thing behind that is we're going to continue the XANA storyline. So okay. we just had Alamo, which we're going to talk about in a little bit and we'll break that down for you guys, uh, but these battle reports are going to to be... I'm trying to think of a good... Uh, oh, so here's a good analogy. So if you watch uh, Fear of the Walking Dead, they okay. had a webisode, some webisode content that went along with it. So think of the battle reports as like an enhanced version of that. So you, you know how the story started with Alamo, and you'll see the bridge as we go to our next event. Um oh, so There's, there's going to be some some opportunities over the next uh, several months, uh, just for all of us really to get some games in, uh, record them, and then put them out for for you guys out there in uh, YouTube land uh, to see what's going on, see the different armies we've been working on, uh, see what stories we're coming up with. So I. I think it's gonna be pretty cool. I'm pretty excited about it. Jay and I talked about it quite a bit leading up to Alamo. Um yeah, there'll be more conversation going forward, but we're hoping in the next two weeks to get the first one out. So uh, just uh, keep an eye on the YouTube channel. But uh, as far as like getting games in though, we're really gonna focus on on getting those games here in Victoria and uh, hopefully recording them and and putting them up as content.
1: Yep. You know. I, I, one one of the things too, you know, I mean, I see a lot of people try to uh to to meld like forty k into thirty k or come into thirty k thinking it's going to be like forty k, you know, and 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 what I what I like best about thirty k is is the storyline, is the fluff, is it's not about winning or losing, it's about you know you know playing the plan the 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 history, you know,
3: right? You know I
1: mean, and, and 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 I like the fact that. You know, you always keep us online with that, pretty uh, as far as like missions and uh, and and you know, hey, I'd love to see this battle, you know, and the and the guys we've met at Adapticon like Ryan and stuff, you know, having that table. You know, here's the drop site massacre, you know.
2: Oh, yeah, definitely.
1: I mean, that's 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 what I really, you know. I mean, I've been listening to a lot of books, you know, thanks to thanks to a lot of our our our. Uh, uh, you know our listeners and 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 fellows uh turning us on audio books but i mean it's it's it 's so much better when you're when you 're commanding the army you know and you know I have armies like i said i haven 't even played yet you know or i 'd like to see what the, what these world leaders can do you know um not just what my tournament list did you know so well and
2: and i I think to your point, you know we have been busy we had stiff two. Uh, that took up a lot of everybody. Everybody that's here, plus the guys in TFL that aren't here on the on with us tonight. You know, that took up a lot of our time. Then we cycled directly from Stiff2 to Adepticon. Yep. And then came back from Adepticon, and we cycled directly to Alamo 30K. Yeah. So it's been solid for honestly for months. There's been stuff going on that's not. Uh, not our personal armies, not our personal battles, not the stories that we're trying to tell, which is fine because you know, as, as a as a group, you know, we're trying to to grow 30k, trying to build that narrative mindset out there. So that's that's awesome. But I think this summer uh, you guys are going to see uh, TFL maybe kind of getting back to its roots a little bit.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's what I want. Yeah, I, yeah I'm excited. I'm root.
2: excited about that. I want the root. You want the root. Yeah, I knew it. Yeah, it's a big
1: a old nice, root. Nice, a nice meaty root. Yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> it's a big solid root. Yeah,
1: yeah, oh yeah.
2: yeah. But um, yeah, it's. Uh, I, I'm excited about it. Like I said, we're 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 going to be kicking it off, and we'll involve the Houston guys. and I know uh, some of the guys have already reached out as far as wanting to do do some battles over there. Um, Talking to Mike Gupton today, he's going to have some stuff going on at his shop. So how can we involve that? And it's it's going to be exciting next few months. You know, not not even talking about events, just talking about what's going on with our own battles, and then how can we record it for you guys to to get it out there.
0: Dude, yeah. so probably probably like the most exciting thing to talk about, and this actually involves everybody listening, and everybody who will listen. Uh, we've actually been talking with the, like we have this like major. Like uh, secret podcast chat mem- like, <laughs> in Facebook, oh. which is like like uh, Ihoris and uh, the hair like it, it like Northern Heresy. It's got everybody, right? Yeah. Age and of Darkness. Age of Darkness. They're talking uh, uh season initiative. They're talking about having a five hundred point worldwide escalation league like start out 500 points get everybody in you start a brand new army 500 points you go in and a worldwide escalation league and that gets completely updated in each continent or country is mm-hmm. its own planet yeah and so uh, that that's in the works so that might be like a full like summer campaign it kind of like brings me back to the idea of like uh like what the eye of terror or the armageddon campaign was oh definitely was. Back when uh back when Games Workshop used to yeah do cool the thirteenth
1: thirteenth Crusade yeah the yeah yeah that was yeah with Abaddon, am I on the same page? Yeah <laughs> no yeah no, Actually, no, are no Armageddon definitely. Armageddon, definitely. Armageddon yeah. yeah I remember you, that
2: yeah you you look at what GW was doing as far as worldwide events you know a few years ago, and I think and, and you know not that I know any different than you guys but I think that given what GW is kind of leaning backwards again maybe we'll see that again but. You know, just having a worldwide 30K event that you guys can can be a part of.
1: Yeah. Especially,
0: yeah. like, especially you new guys that are kind of listening in on it that are trying to, like, get into 30K but not really sure how to start. Like, this is generally, like, the best way to, like, get you and your friends in because, like, it'll start out real low points, like 500 points, just get it painted, get it on the table, submit your battle reports, yep. and it'll be on that OS, OS 30K system where you'll see like a live wiki of how uh traders versus loyalists are doing so like it'll be like a massive fucking campaign. Yeah. Hopefully I, that works out for the summer so if y'all are looking for shit to do this summer start, start Hey, you, know, with you
1: know, I I got to ask you guys, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, we we have battles amongst ourselves and stuff like that and we've always, you know, we pretty much know uh in our own group who's traders and who's loyalists, you know? I mean, Michael's obviously a loyalist, you know, I'm obviously a trader, you know. Um Oh, okay.
2: <laughs> do, do we really know, Josh? Do yeah.
1: Oh, oh, you do. The only one you don't know is Jay. What is Jay? You know. Well. I mean, what yeah. is Jay? <laughs> anyway. Just silent but, giant. Uh, the silent giant. But here's the thing, you know. I mean, you know, I like. I know we lose. You know. I mean, I know that the traders lose. Uh, yeah. it, but, but, ultimately.
2: But here's here's the thing, dude. You know, it's just we were talking about this earlier today, Michael and I, with somebody else. This is a historical game. Yeah. It's, it's just like when you replay, you've got these guys that do Civil War reenactments. We all like, know who lost. You play Axis and Allies. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, we all know who lost the Axis and Allies. You know. Yeah,
1: but I, but my question was, I mean, but my question was, yeah, I mean, I know who lost, but it doesn't affect, you know, like I mean, I still play of course battles, you know, every time. But does anyone actually, you know, it, does it does does it base your decision on? Because I mean, you read the books, I mean, and I know a lot of our gameplay revolves around, you know, stories and stuff that we've read, uh, you know, and and. and uh, you know, sometimes the, the good guys win, sometimes the bad guys win. But, you know, in this whole thing, you know, looking at the lore, who is really the good guy and who's really the bad guy? You know what I mean? Yeah, we look at loyalists and you think, loyalists, oh, those are the good guys. But if you look at the story, you know, a lot of times you're like, that's really fucked up. You know what cool. I'm saying? No, <laughs> yeah,
0: I, 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 coming off of, like, coming off of reading Betrayer, like, once you actually, like, see, like, how, like, and, uh, they, they give, like, so much personality to Angron, and you, you, like, actually, like, realize, like, how fucked up the Emperor was to Angron, especially, yeah. like, when he's explaining to, uh, he's explaining to them, like, you know, he's explaining to Lorgar how, like, you know, Giliman, like, you know, was, was nice and, like, protected by the Emperor, you know, the, the Emperor went and visited his family, they ate lunch together, and Giliman's like, this is, this is my planet, and then but no anger I was just like taking like come on we're going. We're going home. Let's go. And,
1: and let he, his let his brothers die and his, his army and his yeah, people yeah. I was there. I heard that. Yeah. And,
0: and then like now you're just like okay. Well like if you if you like leave the fluff and all that, there's no true like loyalist and trait, yeah. Like there's no good guy bad guy. It's it's all like it's there's there's reasons why they do what they do.
1: Yeah. Like I think the biggest thing, like Legion, is still one of my favorite books. You know what I'm saying? Which is, it's hard to understand how come I didn't lean towards Alpha Legion after reading Legion because it was such a wonderful book. But I mean, of all the the primarchs that I've read, you know, and of all the stuff that's that leads up to their, you know, either their betrayal or their or their you know or their loyalist uh, standings, you know, like Alpha Legion. That, that they got the raw deal, man. You know, I mean, Alpha Legion. You know, it was like a damned if you do, damned if you don't kind of deal. You know, so I mean, it's. I I look at stuff like that and I think to myself, I was like, man, you know, I know uh, that I, I'm playing the the side of the the traitors, but I really I really like kind of like relate to you know the trader side of it, you know. I think that really helps my gameplay. You know, they, they, the stories mean so much more. You know. Yeah. No, absolutely.
2: It's like
1: a. Maybe another
3: hour and a half. Yeah. I I agree. I like I like how, in every book that I've read, there's always there's always that moment where you're like, hmm, like I could totally empathize with, you know, that that character or whatever, even though you oh, know, yeah. know that they're that they're making you know that you know how it plays out but you're but you're like well i can see you know ho- ho- you know i can see horse like being like well what the fuck like where where father <laughs> why are you missing dude, like, me like every every
0: book that i go through like every book that i read i always like like i'm always like man dude that's my next army like that's the army i want to fucking start yeah. right
1: there oh yeah it,
0: like Boy, uh, it makes it harder, like, yeah. Like I, when I, I went I, through Betrayer, like I finished Betrayer, I was like, "Yep, I'm gonna buy a bunch of War Hounds. I'm gonna give them all the spear arms. And I'm gonna go fucking Warlord hunting." That's oh, like, that's that I was just such, finished, such uh, great stuff uh, in that
3: book. I just uh, finished. You no, know, I'm like, I'm like empathizing with Luther. I'm like, man, what the? You I'm actually gonna
1: made gonna it through
2: the
3: be Archangel be books?
1: Yeah, right. Uh, <laughs> I did. Yeah, well, well, I, I
3: mean,
1: I, 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 I had him. I did. I did. I When, when I read them too, I, I empathized with Luther. Like, I was like, man, Luther really did get the raw deal here, man. You know, and, and, and here's the thing. You play 40K, like, we all started with 40K. I mean, none of us just jumped in the 30K. We all started with 40K, and, you know, we knew the stories – but we always looked at, you know, the good guys and the bad guys, you know what I'm saying? Oh, chaos, you had a bunch of demons and shit running around, and, and uh, you know, and gods, and, and, and the emperor was always looked as, you know, and, and, and dark angels, of course, were always the badass guys with the robes, and they're the first legion, and Caliban, and this and that, and then you you start realizing, hey... You guys were fucked up, man. I mean, that's some fucked up shit y'all did, you know? And, and and now in 30k, you know, and I think a lot of people that are coming into this, into 30k, you know, yeah, for part of a, you know, some people come in because everyone in their town is going to 30k. Or the, the, you know, but I think a lot of the people that come into 30k are, is because they want to play their heroes, or they want to play, you know, the, 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 the stories, you know? So, well, I mean,
2: I, I think, I think you hit that last thing you just said, I, at least for me, you know, I read, I started playing 40 K, but when I started playing 40 K, I started reading the horse heresy books. And so to me, I'm playing 40 K and it's not, I'm not really feeling what I'm reading in the heresy books. It's it was there was a disconnect there. And so when the opportunity finally came around when book one dropped, uh, you know, I'm like, holy shit, this is awesome. You know, I can actually play what I've been reading. Right. And then it just became more of that historical, you know, because you've got the historical context of the you know, at that point you'd had a dozen novels, fifteen novels, something like that. You've got a whole historical context to build on. So
1: Oh, it definitely brings it to life, you know. I mean, I think, I think that's 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 the, the the best thing for me, you know. I mean, I'd encourage anybody. If someone said, "Hey, Josh, where would you start with uh, building a 30k army?" I said, "Read Horse Rising*, you know." I mean, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah, because, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, and I play orcs. I'm an orc player from 40k, you know, and, and I'm looking forward. Like I've been reading the uh, *I Am Slaughter* and in the, in the, in the orc series, you know, but. uh, uh you know it's after of course the heresy and uh you know I'm looking forward to it. if we ever do an Olinor uh uh an orc uh, campaign you know I'd love to play the 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 xenos in that in that that respect but i mean when when I used to read forty k books you know you always read as you know it was always the space Marines against the Eldar, or the space mm-hmm. Marines against the the orcs or or you know or, or that lone guardsman that really Got shit on all the time. Or it's Fifteen probably, hours. Yeah, yeah. Fifteen <laughs> hours. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. But uh, yeah, this is this is this is so much more. I mean, uh, I really I, I really feel connected with the Primarchs I'm playing now. You know, because of the books.
3: Yeah. Right on, giggity. Gotcha. gotcha. So, who else? Uh, Zach, what are you working on, man? Uh, actually, I'm kind of painting up some little bits for, for, uh, like a flyer I'm working on, so I, uh, I wanted to try out, I got this, uh, AK Extreme Metal, well, I always wanted to kind of paint some of that stuff, so I'm like, so, so I painted it up, like, the Extreme Metal paints. I have not tried those. By AK?
1: Let uh, me see what you're, they are doing. So, I mean... Yeah.
3: Like this is like a like a piece of like gold thing. I just wanted to, I just wanted to try out off for the color, but this is like a color. I, I saw, like a gold dude.
1: Oh yeah. Are they going on your uh, your? Uh...
3: Kind of like I'm in my garage, so I don't have like perfect lighting and shit. And yeah, but is, son,
1: that, hey, hey. Is, that, uh, is that for your uh, uh, son's a horse? Uh
3: yeah, that yeah. It's just that- like. That
1: goal's, gonna, that goal's gonna look really good with your with that that uh, your your, your Sons of horse uh, paint scheme, I think.
3: <laughs> you think? Yeah, I'm gonna. I just wanted to try it out like uh, on something like I'm still just kind of playing around, learning as I go, uh, you know, different colors and stuff. And I I, I wanted to experiment with different uh, metal colors uh, for future projects. And so I thought I'd just spray that down real quick. But I'm about to throw down some paint. Uh, on, on, uh, this bad boy. Well, I, I've got a base coat, but I'm going to put down some, some lighter Ford World paints. And, uh, and yeah, probably going to hopefully knock that out or finish down the base coat for that today.
1: Hey, any, any, uh, any plans for our new army or a new, uh, uh, um, or just, are you just, uh, bolstering your forces? Uh,
3: yeah, I got some, I got some ideas going on. Uh, like different stuff has been kind of. Changing, I'd like to see, uh, like, uh, uh some armies, uh, like on Battlescribe before I do it, but, uh, I'm going to make sure I get this done because I've got so much stuff on back, like on the back burner, like in my desk. So I want to knock some of that stuff out and actually have some options for my Sons of Horus. Oh. Uh, that's nothing to for this for this tournament. Uh, thing, the, just the TFL to find out who's the best of the best amongst us. But considering both of, all of us have multiple armies, I want it to be like a secret. Or uh-huh. I mean, I guess you could. But I mean, sure. that way people people don't know where what kind of angle you're working. You can't prepare. So it's like you got to be balanced because you don't know who you're gonna play, and you also don't know what kind of army they're gonna they're gonna take. So
1: so you're you're basically. You're basically using the Josh method of you have everything at your disposal and just pick and choose what you want to what you want to use, so they don't don't see uh, where you're coming uh, from.
3: <laughs> uh, I know. I mean, I guess if that's the Josh method, I didn't know you patented did that. Like, I'm not. I'm not a. I'm not. I'm oh. not a. I am not i am not am not i am not do not have a whole uh, army of of a uh, you know militia put together. This, oh, I've been real busy with work, and by the way, I put together 250. You know, guardsmen or whatever.
1: <laughs>
3: uh, Secrets out, man. I'm a template all over them bitches. Uh,
1: bring. Uh, I like to keep you on your toes, bro.
3: Hey, you got to. You got yeah. to. Yeah, you're running out of room. Running out of room over there.
1: Oh yeah. Uh, I'm just gonna send them over to your house.
3: And I'm, I'm packed. Packed <laughs> like your colon.
1: <laughs> full of red meat.
3: <laughs> oh.
1: So pretty what are you working on, man? So well, well
3: oh go ahead, Zach. Oh no, I had nothing. Okay. Um well
2: just due to everything that's been going on this past week, um haven't really gotten any hobbying done in the last week or so. Uh but I I will count this as hobby. I started reading scars.
1: Oh, I've heard that's a fantastic book.
2: Oh man, it's amazing. I'm I'm really enjoying it, and it's the the scope of the book is so much more broad than I thought. I mean, I assumed that it just was about the White Scars, but that is so not the case. The way that it plays into the the larger heresy and the stuff going on as the heresy is breaking out, amazing. I'm really really enjoying it. Um, I'm about halfway through it right now. So, I, I won't give any spoilers if any of you guys out there haven't read it yet. Um I will say though that so far this is definitely a uh, a heresy book I would put in the must-read column uh as far as how everything kind of stacks up. Really? Oh, definitely. I
1: will tell you what, like White Scars have always been like one of those armies that I've never I mean they never had any appeal to me like the Mongolians, you know? Yeah, what I'm me saying? either. I was like, That's man, crazy. and and, and no, oh, nothing against the Mongols, you know what I'm saying? But I mean, like, that's, what you just uh,
3: said. that's exactly what you just said. I was like, <laughs> no, 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 no. You know, they're Mongolian. <laughs> no, I, no, I heard no. he, I heard he said Mongols
2: suck. I think yeah, that yeah. that uh, oh, oh, sure.
1: yeah, No, here's the thing, like, like, uh, when uh, <laughs> when, when I think of. Space Marines on bikes. I think of Ravenwing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I think, uh, and, and and it's like, oh, another another Legion with bikes. Oh, that's that's cool. I guess. Well, you know?
2: yeah, I, I'm not going to disagree with you, Josh. The the White Scars is not an army that's ever appealed to me, just from a play standpoint. But I will say, reading this book and just the way the book is set up, um, you know, the way they set the White Scars up. Uh, and again, I don't want to start giving away the book. I know it's been out for a while, so I shouldn't worry too much about spoilers. If you guys are Heresy you know, fans, you've probably read it. But they do a lot just in the first quarter of the book to make you think like, man, the White Scars are pretty cool. You know, I really... I, I, I dig their background. I dig where they're coming from. Um, they they delve into why they, they do the things they do. And then... They bring in space wolves and some other stuff.
1: Oh, cool! So, I have to look.
2: Yeah, like I said, the, the book has got a wide scope. I it, it's so far it's been a little it's been a lot different than what I assumed it was going to be. Um, but yeah, so that's that's what I've been doing. I ordered that and Unremembered Empire on Friday. Um, I got no, I ordered it on Thursday. I got it in on Saturday uh, from Amazon, and that gave me something to read. Uh, you know, spending time, uh, just, uh, the last few days with family and whatnot. So, that uh, was good to have with me, but yeah, that's has been, only hobby progress this last week. I don't really have anything new to report. Um, I'm, I'm hoping this next week to, uh, to get some more painting done on the word bearers. I'm, I'm just fine tuning details and stuff like that. So that's kind of the next thing I want to knock out just so when it is done, because I have some things I'm about to order. Uh, just to fulfill the... Uh, I don't have a Lord of Lord of War spot filled for the army yet, so I've got, got an idea based on some discussions we had uh, this past week, so I'll be ordering some stuff for that, and uh, I want to have everything wrapped up, so when that gets here I can just j- jump right into working on those items.
1: Hey, Pretty, is there any book out there that sympathizes with, or empathizes with the word, the word, word bearers? Like because I tell you what, everything I've read, they're that's just right. douchebags. Well, no,
2: yeah, so, so <laughs> there, there's really, there's, and I won't say empathizes because I don't know if that's the right word, but, so if you read No, No Fear, um, First Heretic, and Betrayer, you're going to have representations of the word bearers in there that are a lot more from their side of the story. So... You know, they're the bad guys, they're the assholes. You know, it doesn't, that doesn't change. But you get especially when you start reading First Heretic, you're gonna get some background and you read No No Fear and you read you know, when they especially when they start talking about, you know, the Ultramarines are like, You guys have hated us, you know, since uh Monarchia and they're like, Uh, yeah, no, that's not the whole reason why we're doing this, dude. I mean it's some of it, but it starts to give you that background. So I would I would recommend those three books. Um just to get that full uh, that full view of the word-bearers, at least early on in the heresy. I'm sure there's other books as the heresy novels go on, but those are the three I would probably recommend.
3: Cool. Is there that loyalist uh, word-bearer side that, that you see? I mean, I haven't...
2: Yeah, I don't know that there's a Lois warbear side.
3: I mean, you know, you know, every book, gets, you know, like well, all the books I've read have like, you know, there's guys on both sides, and it shows like, you know, the whole contrast. No, no, like, oh, the, the, the warbearers nope, nope, are, are we all assholes. We got them all. We yeah. got them all. The <laughs> purge, the purge is done. Purge is complete.
1: Okay. I, I, I think they, I, I think they cleaned out their own their own house first. Like yeah, yeah. I don't even think any of. Uh, any of the loyalists yeah. ever made it? To, you
0: like, know, you, you you couldn't hide either. Like you couldn't not be Whoa. like a part of like Lorgar. Like fucking, uh, would What is that dude's name? The, the dude that killed the custodius.
2: Argyle Tall. Argyle Tall. Tall would know if you well, were not fucking. So so here's the thing. Argyll Tall was one of the word bearers that was for the longest time like, fuck. Are we doing the right thing here? What the fuck are we doing? And even once he he got all demoned up, he was still had like an internal struggle uh, quite a yep. ways through some of the stuff because, you know, one he didn't want to kill the custodes, you know, and, and again that's you know if you haven't read the books go read those three books I just li- I just listed. Uh, that's really some great insight to the traitor side of the heresy, but Argyll tall did not uh he that was the last thing he wanted to do,
1: you know, and I gotta say Tall had a real good loyal standing with like karn to betray- you know carn yep. the bloody, you know what I'm saying like i mean yeah. it, you, you look at where they were, but they were brothers first, even though Tall was part demon or had, yeah he, you
2: even know? when he had the demon in him, Arargo tall yeah. was he, he he was like dude i'm i'm I stand with karn,
1: yeah <laughs>
0: so we must go kill. And we, have, we must go kill. No, I gotta protect Karn. We could kill and protect Karn. He's fine. <laughs> his little conversation with his fucking... What was that demon's name? Like Ring or Ron or something
2: like
1: that? Ah, uh, Rom.
2: Yeah, But yeah, exactly. Rom was like, let's go kill some shit. And he's like, no, dude, chill. Chill. And then every once in a while, he'd be like, all right, let's go kill some shit. He let him out, but...
1: But, but you know, and Karn accepted him, you know what I'm saying? As, as a battle brother, Karn accepted him too, you know, so, I mean, that was one of the things that, that really impressed me about, yeah, because Erebus was a bitch. What an oh, asshole. Yeah. Like, I mean, you know, a, 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 and, and Lord you're like, man, this guy's got every angle planned, you know, and then and then you, you meet Argo Tal, and you see his relationship with Karn, even with the demon in him, and you're like, man... This dude is straight up, you know, demon or not, you know. I mean, I, I yeah. really enjoyed that part of how they portrayed, you know, the word the word bearer. You know, I mean.
2: Yeah, he uh, he he gave he gave an honor I think to the word bearers, even when they were doing shit that was totally dishonorable. He gave an honor to them, and he stood yeah. for his his honor and his ethos, even when nobody else was.
1: Right. He also, had a,
3: he also had a demon, so there was that. He um, had a demon up in you. you know,
1: just
3: one. Uh, on the uh, coast
2: Rob, Rob the Tech swan. Priest uh, chimed in. Erebus, every person's girlfriend's best friend, constantly bitching and trying to mess up what you got going.
1: <laughs> yep.
2: Dude, for real. Fuck That's Erebus. That's pretty true, man. That, that pretty hits true. the
1: nail on the head. Yep. yep.
2: Yeah, Erebus <laughs> is the big fucking asshole of the heresy. I don't understand.
0: Whenever like uh, Lorgar was talking to Angron, and like Erebus comes in, he's and Lorgar's like, "Hey, how would everything go?" He's like, "Smashing victory. It was fucking great."
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, that didn't happen. <laughs> oh, no.
0: That's like good. That means that means Gilliman's dead.
1: <laughs> I, I said, it was, it was, it was,
0: "Well, look, there's some content." Like, look, look we, we blew him out into space. We may have gone for something. Yeah, it we was a moral
1: have, victory. We had a yeah.
2: we may have took off running. It. I don't know. We, we might have left a bunch of dudes to fight on the planet.
1: Well, I'll let Corfaron tell you about that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. That that whole yeah that whole relationship with Corferon and and uh, Lorgar, just you know that whole daddy issues thing, just crazy. And how much of the heresy was responsible? You know, was that responsible for? Because, you know, what were her daddy issues. That's all the heresy, dude. Uh, yeah, yeah, right?
1: uh,
0: every 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 Primarch that it was like, honestly, every Primarch that went traitor had daddy issues. Like just, and and no hair.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you you stand them all next to each other. Oh, the Baldwin's. Oh, y'all got to be bad guys. Except for Fulgrim.
1: Did you say the Baldwins? No. <laughs> Are we going there? Are we going
2: Uh out? We haven't talked about Baldwins in quite a while. <laughs>
3: I think we moved on to Willem, Willem Dafoe. And <laughs>
2: yeah, but there we
1: is
3: that. A... We went several.
1: You know, Stephen Baldwin had daddy issues.
3: I'm sure. <laughs> that, was that the Biodome?
1: Who was the fat Baldwin from the uh, from Biodome? That, that oh. was,
2: was that Daniel was it Daniel Baldwin?
1: Dan, was there Daniel a a d a D Baldwin? D Baldwin <laughs> well,
2: who who was the Baldwin that was in Vampires with uh with uh Oh god, what was that what was that actor's name? James
3: Wood. James, James Woods. Woods, thank you. <laughs> was yes. there a Baldwin in that? Yes. Yeah da-
1: there was that a Baldwin
3: was like his best friend and he was the fat one. The fat yes. one.
1: A fat Baldwin.
3: Huh?
0: Mama, Mama Baldwin loves all of her Baldwins, but there's only one Alec. <laughs> I,
2: I, I, I never forget. I saw uh, vampires. It was a pre-release viewing when I, I was at UNT when I was going to college. So we saw it in like one of these big auditoriums at UNT. And you know, you always hear like the the uh, stereotype of people in the audience saying, "Don't go in there! Don't go in there! It's going to get you." Yeah. So think about a thousand people in a room. Half of them yelling shit like that, like, oh, no, you didn't. Don't go in there. Yeah, it was it was the most horrifying movie experience I've ever had.
1: Uh, I'll tell you what, though. I think Vampir- Vampir- when, when in what Vampires 2, though, the best line of every movie, it was like, I've been watching this porno for 30 minutes, and I ain't seen no ass fucking yet. <laughs> just, just till dawn. that's just till oh, dawn.
3: Just till <laughs> on, <man>. Totally, totally <laughs> different
1: movie. So, come on, I had to work that in somehow. Okay, vampires. Well, I wanted to say ass <laughs> fucking.
3: Yeah, we're we're we're, an,
2: we're we're almost an hour into this. No, no one's mentioned ass fucking yet, so got Damn, we didn't
0: we didn't do our disclaimer at the beginning. Totally Oh, yeah. oh man. Yeah,
3: baby. we just Fuck got
2: recorded. Ass.
1: Funk ass <laughs> shit, <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> do we do we have a disclaimer now? Uh, I think yeah, we, we tried last week. Well, everybody
3: else is doing it, so I mean, somebody down the road probably said, "Hey, you guys, you guys, shits like mature, mature audiences." But I don't know. So, so the like, so the safe word We don't want is, in and be like, "What
1: the fuck are you listening to?" <laughs> Did he say ass fucking?
2: I don't. Know, he might sit down. He might be interested in that. He might
1: sit down and listen to it. All right. Everybody knows Dust Till Dawn 2.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like Roadhouse 2. There was a Roadhouse 2?
1: I hope there wasn't a Roadhouse yeah. 2. Oh, my there gosh. There was,
3: man. Rail Rail was the end. You know who was in it? Jake Busey.
1: <laughs> no. Really. No. Yes. Dude. Yeah.
3: Yeah. I think it was the bad guy or something like that. I think, uh, I don't know, you guys throat ripped out like the move. I don't know. I don't know. I haven't seen it.
1: Jake Buse, Busey's uh, Claim the fame with Starship Troopers, and then that's it. Yeah. He, did, he
3: did. He did Identity.
1: No, he didn't. No, he
3: didn't.
1: No, he didn't. Yeah, he was.
3: He was the criminal in Identity, I, I, like
1: I wouldn't. I wouldn't say he did Identity.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that, that movie I remember seeing. This has been years ago. Yeah, he was an Identity.
1: <laughs> um, get that!
2: Get that! I know my,
3: I know my Buseys. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Yeah, I remember watching that back in the day when that came out. I was like, "That's a badass flick." Um, I haven't watched in years though.
3: Jake oh, Busey that's yeah. it. <laughs> for the win.
1: All <laughs> right. Busey. Okay. So back to. Uh,
3: so what do you? What do you? What do you? What are you, 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 you painting on, bro? Uh, hey, bro curved yeah, I think
2: we're I think we're up to Michael now. Oh, oh sorry.
1: Uh,
0: no, I'm just going to let you guys down. Michael, uh, what you got.
3: Dreadnought. Dreadnought, Dreadnought.
0: Man, dude, dreadnought. I was working on my Blood Angels. I've got all the Blood Angels that like need to be painted, painted.
1: Yeah, yeah speaking of Secret Armies, right? Like <laughs> uh, uh, yeah,
0: Blood Angels, what? Oh, oh, you mean the you mean the armies that I've been talking about for the past like four webcasts yeah. and like three man, Everybody podcast. knows. Everybody knows about the Blood Angels. Uh, except for yeah. Except for somebody here. Yeah.
3: So I think, anyway. I think Spiky Bits put it on like on their uh you know <laughs> Army of the Week or something. Spiky, spiky kids <laughs> So yeah, man, Rob Bear said, uh, let's get that
2: Michael on here and uh, talk about his blood angels. <laughs> no, man, I,
0: I I've been working on my blood angels. I got like I've got four uh Castiferum chassis, like the actual like Games Workshop blood angel models. And I, I painted up one and I looked at it and I was like, dude, this thing looks like so much it looks so like childish next to my my Leviathans and my contempters. And I was like, I cannot run this. Like I can't I I, I wouldn't feel right if I ran this next to my, my other dreadnoughts. Uh so I ordered yep.
3: What? Johnny Five Trids. Johnny Five treads.
0: Do You want me to give it Johnny Five treads? That'd be kind of cool. <laughs> that's the. That, i that would actually. That would look go, more, that's more mobile. mobile.
1: Johnny Five yeah. alive.
3: Yeah. We're alive. <laughs> imagine, imagine what they could do with that. <laughs> it would be, be everywhere. No, uh, so I ordered. knees uh, when you got Tread.
0: Exactly. No, for <laughs> real. So no, yeah, I ordered okay. the uh, the Ironclad treads. Wait.
1: No. Yeah. Yeah, yeah,
0: fucking it up, bro. Have you have you seen the you've are seen the Forge from... World Mark IV Ironclad, right? Tell me you've seen that model. You have uh, one yeah, right,
1: Josh? Yeah. The, the Vulnerable Venerable Dreadnought? Yeah, yeah.
0: No, it's not venerable dreadnought. The ironclad, like the big boy with the anyway, I ordered two of those guys. Those are gonna be my army. But I also had to wear Is anything gear. like
3: the big boy now next to like contemptors and Leviathan? No, not at all. He's still gonna be a little baby next to him. But <laughs> yeah,
1: he's yeah, he's not a big boy, but he's bigger than the the box dread.
0: Yeah, he'll still look kind of cool. But, yeah, he's
1: uh, like the standard, right? The standard Forge World dread that comes out like you know with every, uh, like uh, the they the first dreads that they came out with. They look like box dreads, but they had a head.
0: Yeah, those are Mark IV. So I ordered the Mark IV, Ironclad. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be tight. But yeah, also, step up. Also, check this out, dude. You're gonna like this. So you know how I'm running the assault cannon palms, right? Yeah. Okay. So they 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 don't make assault cannon palms. So what I ended up having to do was I had to go. I went to uh, Autodesk offers a uh, a program called One Two Three. Shh
1: shh Shouldn't be all telling all your secrets like that, Michael. What? That's, that's, that's if, like the titties.
0: If you want to like look, it takes a lot of time to like learn it. You gotta. Like, <laughs> You gotta go out there, people. People listening in, go learn 3D modeling. It'll help you out. <laughs> so, anyway, I, I think So what I what I ended up doing is I made up an assault cannon that fits inside of the palm of the Contemptor Dreadnought hand. So like you know how like you get the like the little like bolters and you get the plasma gun and you get the the heavy flamer, all all those little all those little guys. Well, I made an assault cannon that goes in there, and I got—I sent it to Shapeways, got it 3D printed, and I actually got it in the day before yesterday and put it on. So let's see it. Dude, let's see it. Check that out. Check, check. I don't. Hold on one second. I gotta see. Like put how the, well? Put the picture up. Just put the put the computer picture up. Wow. There you go. See it? Oh, it? Oh so, yeah. has oh, got, got cat here. So it's inside of his palm. We've got to drill the barrels out, but yeah, it doesn't go past his fingers so he can still like crunch stuff. And that then,
1: is that is that is thinking outside the box, right? Like the Blood Angels didn't have enough freaking rotor i mean auto cannons to put on shit. And it's then like, I then I I took the can- uh the assault cannon. Assault
0: cannon canister and uh and put that in there, so,
1: so yeah. to a web store near you. Yeah, so that's
0: uh, it needs to it needs to be scaled down just a just a smidge, but besides that, man, it fits right in there. It's so the It's Pretty so cool, man. So yeah, got that today. You send any Kimmel? Huh? No, I haven't sent any Kimmel. I had to get the prototype, and like this was the prototype, and it worked. So
1: so money. Yeah, that's fantastic, dude. And that's and that. Money, you got the, you got the the think outside the box. Uh, Games Workshop should be hitting you up for royalties. Uh, you know.
0: No, they're probably gonna shut me down. They're gonna Chapter House me. Yeah. Speaking of, <laughs> speaking, of, speaking of Chapter House, hold on. While while I'm on this little tangent here, I found out that I found out today. You know, you know when you like order something and you think about it, like, hey, whatever, did I ever get that? I remembered I didn't get something from Chapter House, and it's been eight fucking months.
2: Jesus.
1: Jesus.
0: And like every every couple months, I remember like I did today, and I send them an email or I call them or. I think I've called them like four times and nothing, dude. Like no, no email back, nothing. Like I emailed them again two days ago. Eight months. I just, dude, I just want my Land Raider kits, man.
2: Yo, we could get a crew together and just drive up there.
1: Right? It's Hell only, yeah! It's only Dallas. Is it in Dallas? Yeah. Oh, uh, we can kick some doors in. Oh shit, yeah.
2: yeah. I mean, it's it's I not a lot of. House two two seven. You call us fucking clown shoes? Did you call us <laughs> fucking clown
1: shoes? Now, Chapter House Beware, TFL coming at you. Send yeah. those winter <laughs> kits out. You don't want us coming down, breathing down your neck. We make sure. Yeah, I uh,
0: I've been working on that, and I've also been working on a secret project. That
3: another project
0: that will be ready. Yeah, you, you know about it. All you guys know about it. Just okay. the internet.
2: The internet doesn't know about it.
1: The interwebs.
2: The interwebs.
0: I, the interwebs. Feel,
1: I feel like
2: I need a secret project. <laughs> Everyone's got a secret project.
1: Inner machinations, SpongeBob, if you only knew what was in, in my secret <laughs> box. <laughs> Look, what's in the box? I'm, I'm an enigma wrapped around a puzzle inside a conundrum.
2: There it is. Yeah. <laughs> between now and the next All cast, right. I, am,
3: I am going to come up with a secret project. Secret project for yeah. pretty. Yeah. Secret projects are great, man. Because if they don't pan out, you just change it to something stupid.
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> now I see. I told too many people about it. I told I told too many of you guys. Like y'all keep me motivated.
3: <laughs> like I, I like
0: I, I after version three of the secret project, I was like, "Fuck, dude, I'm done. Like no more. This is not going to work." I'm like, "No, wait, nah, I can't." You, I told, you got it, bro. You will people, get it. You will get I, it. I'm a hundred percent sure. That version 5, which should be in my doorstep this Friday, is the final hold version.
3: The, do you not hold long. the door. I'm not even going to hold, hold the door.
0: The
2: door. Hold, hold, the, hold, the hold the door. The door.
1: Hold, hold, the the door. door. <laughs> hold the door. Hold the door. Hold the door. I'm,
2: I'm, I'm going to start crying, guys. You hold hold the this. door. Hold the door. Yeah. Seriously. That's, that was. Oh, my gosh.
1: Hold the door.
2: I, when I saw that. <laughs> And if I, I'm sorry, we're halfway through the week now. If you didn't watch Game of Thrones on Sunday, fuck you. I don't. I don't care at this point. Uh, leave now. You know, leave, leave
1: now. Hold the, the door. <laughs>
2: you know the the meme. memes like have been all already... over. Yeah, it's all over <laughs> everywhere. But I so, okay. So as somebody, I read the first book. There's a guy that that I know. He worked for a bookstore in in Huntsville in 1995. And they got the basically the bookstore draft copy of the first book in 1995, summer '95. So I've been reading these books, i you know keeping up with the story faithfully for over 20 years at this point, and I've loved the HBO series. I've I've had a couple little faults with it, but nothing big. I've loved it overall. But I will admit, you know, the red wedding, I knew it was coming, uh, so it wasn't as shocking. I remember when I read it in the books. I I seriously had to put the book down. It was so so big in the books. But seeing what we saw Sunday night, that was the first I I had some tears in my eyes, I'm not gonna lie. That was a truly impactful moment for me as a Game of Thrones fan.
0: Nobody nobody even asked Hodor if he wanted to be warped into No. And that's what's that's what's so sad about it. That's why he had the whole seizure. He was trying to fight it. He's like, I don't want to be here. I don't want to be... Ah,
2: ah, stabbed. getting stabbed. Let me go, Brad. Let me not hold this door anymore. Uh, it's no. That's what's so sad. I mean, he was a normal dude. You're sitting there with, with young Ned Stark. He's basically contemporary, for lack of a better word, of, of young Ned Stark. And, you know, then now it all falls into place. And you're like, this dude would have had a regular life.
1: Here's the thing. Here's here's the thing that, that that a lot of people don't realize though is like this guy had to live his whole life knowing how he was gonna die. You know what I'm saying? I mean, like. But I that, don't
2: think I don't think he did know. I think his brain was like just fucked up for the no. Rest of the it's morning. it's he had seizure. He had basically he stroked out, and I don't think he knew. Like they had that moment, and of course you know you've got the whole time loop. Which we could have whole conversations about that, but you know, he had that moment when the warging and what they had already told Bran—you can affect the past. You got to be careful and all that stuff—and it basically just fried him because it was so powerful. And and the instinct to to protect them and those commands were so powerful. It was—I uh, don't know. I mean, it was a very kudos to the writers. And I know interviews have come out since then, whether it's true or not. Martin says. Hey, this was my my plan all along. You know, mm-hmm. I, I jotted this down way back in the day that this was going to happen. Um, but regardless of, of whether it was Martin or whether it was the show writers, uh, do super powerful, super big props to those guys.
1: Hey, so do you think that like like it wasn't in the book, right? It wasn't in the book, right?
2: Bernard? No, no. The, this okay. this is not this. So basically, where we're at now in the the, the HBO series is not—they've left the books behind.
1: Yeah, so, but but Hodor was in the book, right? Oh yeah, yeah. Hodor is in the books and stay with Okay, one. so so did you think that maybe he had an epiphany? Like he's sitting in the elevator one day, and then someone's running down the hall with a whole bunch of shit in their arms, and they're like, hey, hold the door, and it comes out Hodor, and he's like, oh, I know how I'm gonna off this dude. It it, it it could be, man.
2: I mean, it, it you know, with writers, it's it's hard to say where do you get, where do they get that inspiration from, unless they just come out and say, "This." Oh, uh, uh, Rob! Uh, Rob Porter was saying too soon. Well, Rob, if you haven't seen the episode, I am so sorry, dude. Um, it just got spoiled for your shit. But uh,
1: the elephant in the room, man. Elephant in the room.
2: No, and it it could have been. I do. I will say that as slow as as George R R Martin writes I I do think that he's got a a plan for most of this stuff and so it doesn't surprise me if he says hey you know the writers came to me and I said this is what I'm going to do with Hodor and they worked it in that's awesome I, I, that's that's like a long game with that character yeah. yeah you're talking 5 books with that character and a character that honestly no one I don't think anyone suspected he would have a pivotal Role, uh, with, with what was going to go on. And, and yeah, yeah Rob, Rob, I haven't healed emotionally yet either, so we're in this <laughs> together. <laughs> but I don't know, big props, dude. I'm loving this season of Game of Thrones. It is knocking it out of the park. And uh, Neil McNeil said, have you heard the theory that Bran is actually the first Bran of the Stark line? Uh, I did read that a line. That's something that's kind of been kind of kicked around a little bit for a while. Um, I, I don't know. I don't know if I buy that. I because if, if they go that far, that means a time travel piece of, of this goes so much deeper than than we suspect. Which it could. I just I, I don't see it. I, I don't think that's it. I think that
0: You think Bran's gonna be his own grandpa?
2: That well that's, that's oh. what I'm <laughs> Uh,
0: he's gonna go Marty McFly. Yeah,
2: yeah. He,
1: there,
2: there's like a horse and buggy, and and he's gotta pull this dude off his, mo- his grandmother, and yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I don't. I don't think that's it. Uh, yeah, McNeil's trying to put up a, a link to the theory that's out there. there there's a ton of theories. I, I will say, you know, this is a. Uh, Martin has definitely developed through through the books and through the series. Developed a you know, world that's that's got a ton of fucking fan theories about it. So
1: I wanna point, know I wanna know why we didn't get to see what actually happened to Sanser. I mean, you know, like, you know, she's asking Littlefingers how about uh hey, you know what he did to me? How come I didn't get to see that? You know what I'm saying? I was like kinda
2: Well well in the book she's like twelve. <laughs>
1: Okay, so I can understand
0: that. <laughs> right. hey, but the but the theory is the theory is that what he put Fucking in her and what he did to her and why she can still feel it is because
2: she's pregnant, dude. Oh. Yeah. yeah, I and I I think that's very, very, very possible.
3: That that fits perfectly. And of course I thought, it was, I thought he I thought, he did, I thought he was just beat up her bunghole.
2: Dude, I think he did that too.
1: Oh he oh, definitely sure. did that. Yeah. Oh yeah, that, that's without a doubt. You know? I yeah. mean,
3: he was he was, was all up in there.
2: Um, now I, I think I think her being pregnant is definitely a possibility, and I will not be shocked if that's one of the uh, one of the payoffs for this season. That's but thirty k. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Sorry, oh, yeah, it's yeah, not yeah. a game
1: of podcast. Yeah, sure, sure. sure. Pull, the <laughs> Pull the door. Pull the door. Pull the door. What I
2: what I love though is as we started talking about this, everyone in the chat starts talking about it. So you know our. <laughs> You know, you guys as fans out there, we're all on the same level. I will, I will tell you that. That's awesome,
0: dude. dude I was, I was like a lot less
2: like surprised. I, I, I didn't care. <laughs> sorry, Wolf just says, says I've been shitting pancakes ever since. <laughs> right. <Christ.
1: laughs> <laughs> oh, anyway,
2: sorry.
0: I'm, I'm telling, you, like honestly, like. I didn't care so much about fucking Hodor dying as I did the wolf just like jumping in there and oh, yeah, yeah. getting stabbed the fuck to death.
2: because yeah. he didn't seem to take out that many of them. I mean, it was like a, it was, it was a death, and he was trying to protect them, but it wasn't I, as. Uh, it was uh, kind of. It was kind of yeah, realistic. Got, you know, it was like, was oh, this wolf, but I've got three dudes like... here.
0: I don't know, dude. I kind of wanted to see it like take out like one or two dudes, like fucking Fenrisian style. <laughs>
3: Is Ghost the last one?
0: Is Ghost the last one left? No. Uh, oh, wait. did they, they They didn't kill uh Johns yet. Oh, yeah. Ghosts,
2: yeah, okay, yeah, <laughs> yeah Go- Ghost is left. And I, I think there's still some conjecture as to whether they killed Shaggy Dog or not. I don't know that I believe that they did. If they kill Hodor, then they have no problem killing Shaggy Dog. <laughs> well, yeah. No, they're not going to shy away from it. But... I just I I don't buy that that Ramsay has Rickon.
1: Hold the door.
2: So. <laughs> and David's pointing out that Arya's wolf is still alive. Somewhere, somewhere. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, next next week, tune in for your more Game of Thrones chat.
3: Like <laughs> on the uh, Westeros High Council. Uh-huh. <laughs> this is a uh, t- this is talking oh. Game of Thrones. Sorry. Okay, so what, what's up? What's on the agenda? What's next? Lubratron. Spankatron.
1: <laughs> spank-a-tron. <laughs> no, no, Alamo GT. go to Alamo? Yeah, let's do some Alamo. Take a little magic
3: yeah. carpet ride down to San Antonio?
2: Yeah, that's right, man. We That's a pretty badass event that went on this past weekend. Yeah, it's all right. <laughs> no, I'll just play. Yeah, a, just due to different things that came up... Uh, Michael it was a skeleton crew that ran Alamo GT so or Alamo thirty K I should say. So it's gonna be Michael's show talking about it. Uh Zach, you were there for the
3: last few hours, right? Uh yeah, I was I caught the last round. I got there in the break between second and third round, but uh honestly, like my wife did more for the <laughs> as far as work than I did. Like I oh, wow. I can't take any credit for and Yes, I did show up. So I went there, but they already had it kind of well in hand. They were already, you know, had their assignments and stuff, and there was nothing really I could do but just observe. But kudos to to Michael and Jay and and definitely Ryan Weber. Yep. You know the, Weber, the web dog. Yeah, web dog. Mo. Murphy's Law hit the hit the hit the fan, and they fucking they fucking rose, adapted, and overcame. So yes, fuck yeah.
0: For show, sure. for show, sure, guys. Yeah, man. I mean. Really, the the whole thing with the Alamo GT 30K track, dude, for one, just the event itself was just, like, so well organized as a whole. Like, just, like, props to everybody over at uh, uh, Red Star and uh, just everybody that put it on. It was just, like, such a badass event. There were so many tables there. I think it was, like, 75 people playing 40K, and then we had 22 people playing. Hey, Zach, meet yourself.
1: Yeah right. Turn that shit off, bro.
0: Sorry, but uh, we had blow like
1: your... a... <laughs> blow yourself.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it it was. I mean, it was just it was a badass event, dude. We had six tables. All of them had you know pretty pretty good terrain. Some sweet sweet uh, missions going on them. You know, it was kind of weird because the uh, you know these guys come in. And, you know, we've played so many events, and we've kind of seen, like, what our meta is, and we kind of went to Adepticon, we saw the meta over there, and the meta was, like, not at all what I was expecting to see there. Like, not from, like, a, a kind of looking at it from, like, a gamer standpoint, not so much an event organizer standpoint. Like, I saw so many fucking Typhons, I was like, what is,
2: like, who takes, like, everybody took a Typhon in this game.
0: Oh, kinda, shit. Really?
1: Well,
2: the, the Typhon is, if you look at it just from a stats standpoint, it's a pretty worthwhile Lord of War if you're going to take one. Two of them. Or two, yeah, or two.
0: Yeah, dude, I mean, I, I saw so many Typhons being played, and I think maybe it could have been because at Stiff 2, we offered uh, to take a little bit more for Lord of War. Uh, so there was like a little bump in points that we gave. I think it was what we we did, what, 250 for Stiff 2? Oh, that falchion! Fal- yeah, the, fal- yeah. the fal- showed up. Like, uh, but yeah, we 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 gave a little bit of leeway, so some bigger things could show up. But uh, this time around, it was a strip twenty five percent, man. And man, I saw it was Typhon City, dude. Typhon City. There was like a one orbital assault army that I saw. You know, like, oh what, wow. Adepticon. It was like everything was orbital assault. Like yeah. you, you had it, everybody ran some sort of. Drop pod army to get there fast, and, and those were the top tier armies at Adepticon. Uh That's I saw, I saw, <laughs> I saw one of those. Uh, that was Gunners. Like I saw Gunners, uh, uh, Sons of Horus, and he, he did pretty good. I don't know if it's because it was a two v two, and they knew it was going to be a two v two, so they didn't want to be up in five thousand points cuts with only twenty five hundred points. So I don't, I don't know.
2: Yeah, I, uh, th- that may have played a. a bit into it I know we had a discussion beforehand you know as far as letting people know is it going to be 2v2 or 1v1 just for planning purposes and I could see that if someone told me that you know you're going to be 2v2 it's definitely going to affect my list
1: oh yeah
0: yeah I would definitely take a Typhon if I knew there was going to be 5,000 points
2: on the other end of the table Mm -hmm.
1: oh yeah you're no lack of targets you know
2: yeah that Typhon does work
1: Uh oh definitely I have two myself
0: so yeah, I I saw I saw a bunch of that. I saw man, there were so many good armies. I mean, just like the way people were playing, uh, just uh, you know, uh, Scott Unger he won uh best painted, uh, but you know what was his not army? Iron, Iron Hands, Nuts. snow Iron Hands, dude. Like not even like he used the secret weapon miniatures snow, so everything was like flat out uh like crushed glass snow. And so it, was, it looked like this real, like, mushy snow. Like, he did such a good job on his display board. And all of his units had, uh, had that, that fake snow on it. And so it just looked like they had just got done, like, trudging through, like, 10 miles of snow, which was, like, super cool of his army. Uh, but, I mean, like, all of the armies were on point, dude. Like, there was no lack of good looking armies there. And, and it wasn't an easy decision for Scott, but, I mean, he, He just gave it that little extra bit that that let him
1: take it home. You know what? And and, and to have an army like a Raven Guard or an Iron Hands, which is primarily black, you know, really – shine like that you know you really have to put into the base work because Mm -hmm. you know I mean like when you looking at Michael's army Michael's got a beautiful raven yard army but unless you actually knew Michael and saw the work that went into it where you can see the subtle shades of the blacks that that he, he layers in there you know you really think from you know from five feet away you can look at a black army and go wow you know look it's a primate army but if you get close you can and you really need stuff like base aesthetics to bring that out you know to hear that uh, an iron hands army you know really came out you know that, that i like hearing stuff like that because that means that you know he said how can i take this black army and, and not do the bare minimum and really step up my game to to, to show off hey i'm a painter not just a, a player you know so i like that when it when, when stuff like that wins
0: dude it, it was it, he uh, earned every bit of it though like it was such a such a such a good-looking army, man. And like I said, it wasn't for a lack of good-looking armies there. It, there was definitely some good-looking armies that were there, and all of them had this like really pretty aesthetic to them. What's cool is, you know, I was looking at the... You know, because we had the painting rubric that you had to follow, and so you fought, this painting rubric was a three-color minimum, and then we had a painting scale that we were judging by as well. And so there were a few armies that were the three-color minimum that you could tell weren't completed, uh but you know nobody came with like these like un- fully unpainted models i think i saw one unpainted lightning while we were there but i mean you you like it's so nice to know that you put all this work in and you're going to go play against a uh, an army that's also fully painted dude i was Hell looking yeah. at i was looking at the 40k track and there was fucking like full armies that weren't painted on the table like gray full gray army i was like man <laughs> I was like,
2: that would but i i, th- I think that's the and I don't want to make this a 30K versus 40K thing, but I think when you get down to people playing 30K, again, you've got, I'm not going to see more pride in your army, but there's much more focus put on, rather than, hey, I just want to put these models together to beat face on the table, much more focus put on to the basing, put on to, you know, like talking about Scott Unger, that crushed glass, I mean, that's some stuff to work with you know, what are you doing to make your army stand out? And I think 30 K you're much more likely to see those types of things done.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. Especially if you're paying, chilling out the cash for the, a miniature, you know, uh,
2: <laughs> Oh yeah. You, yeah. A 2000 point 30 K army is, you know, forge world is going to be a little bit more expensive than, than that 40 K army.
1: Right. And it's not about, you know, what's the newest whack face, uh, uh, unit it's or formation. It's more about, Hey, you know, this is what I'm playing, you know, and, and, and I paid for these models, you know, yeah.
2: but I, but I think it's also, I think even more so than the cost involved, I just think it's a pride thing. I think sure. people don't want to show up to a 30 K event where it is. It's about the story. It's about the, the history of your legion or your force and be like, well, here's a bunch of great, you know, resin or here's a bunch of primer resin. Uh you know, you would let them, pull, well, this event we said you had to be three color minimum, so that plays into it too, but, you know, you, you want it to be painted.
0: Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, the event was, I mean, we, I did see a couple armies that were just like three color bare minimum, but it, it was pretty far, far and in between. Uh, and to answer your question, random crap name 80, uh, any Questorus armies at the event? Uh, no Questorus armies were allowed at the event. Uh, but we actually talked about that today, and we were trying to figure out, you know, like, you know, would we allow Questorius Knight armies in the future? And honestly, we kind of, we kind of sat down, like, you know, I don't have a problem playing Questorius Knight. Hell no! Like, I, I, you know, if, if uh, I think in in future events, uh, the, our primer was kind of based off of our stiff two primer and a little bit of a new things were added in there. Uh, so we just didn't have the Questorius Knights. We we did we disallowed it. Uh, but I think I, I don't think that it is over powerful enough to to not disallow in any future events.
2: No, I I, I think for you know for looking forward to stiff three, and this is not official. I mean, there's not even a date for stiff three yet. So, but I think definitely uh, you know I I'm fine with Questorus Knights coming into stiff three. Um, I'm actually probably getting pretty okay with allies. You know, we may see some some opening up in stiff three again. Not official. I don't want people to run and say oh, allies is at stiff three or crystal. But it's just some of the stuff, some of the conversation. As you know, we're we're doing events, we're playing in events. You know, we want to have the the most. We want you guys to have the most fun possible. And if your vision is like this really awesome fluffy army, that's X Y and Z. How do we make sure that you can play it there?
1: Yeah. To. Especially, especially with us expanding into multiple armies, each you know, uh, I think uh, you know, I'd like to, I'd like to to play test a couple of allies, allies based armies, you know, but I mean, even some of your your uh, uh, your you have your um, rights of war, penis. you know, penis, penis, <laughs> no, your your rights of war, you know, which allow you to to take like a militia based, uh, you know, ally or you know, militia based, uh, you know. Uh, contingent, you know, uh, I think, I think, I think it's trying to, you know, the game is trying to evolve into uh, more of a, a, multi, a multi-layer uh, uh, army, you know.
2: Well, yeah, so, I, I think so. When you look at what the fluff is doing with books five and six in particular, and you've got the new red book, uh, the Imperialis red book coming out sure. soon. Um, you know, militia allies, that's a thing, you know. Allies are a thing in the fluff, so you have right of war that require you to have militia allies. Like, yeah, you, like, yeah, yeah, for sure, man. I mean, so you know, when we're talking about you know what's for the future, I think you know, Questorus Knights. I see uh, Sam's talking about bringing Questorus Knights to stiff three. So he's already bring it uh, on, Sam. He's already putting his on. lock in there, I guess. Uh, <laughs> but, Sam, yeah, Sam Fisher.
1: Yeah. I'm on it. I'm gonna tear you down, Sam.
2: <laughs> <laughs> he, he keeps buying them renegade boxes, dude. Just... <laughs> uh, come on, come on, Sam! You can't have nothing but renegade boxes. Yeah, yeah dude. Weak. Yeah, of course he can. Weak. Uh, weak, weak sauce, dude. Dude, you have, have you seen? You're better than that. Have you seen his progress on those guys? I, I have it. His his work that he's doing on those shoulder pads and shit, dude. Badass. Oh man. yeah. Oh he's, yeah. He's basing them like off
0: of the uh, like the Bretonian like. Knight Errants with like different houses and stuff like that. You know the remember the Knight Errants in mm-hmm. uh in the Bretonnia? they all had like different colors and all that stuff. Like that's what
2: Sam's doing with his with his knights. Oh, I didn't realize that was his ultimate uh his ultimate goal. See? That's pretty cool. See, you didn't even ask. You didn't even ask. Oh, him. Yeah.
1: You don't even know. I don't even know.
2: I don't you, even don't, know.
0: Don't know. you don't even
1: know. So yeah, uh, man, I'd
0: I'd love to honestly, I'd love to see a Knights army on the table. Uh, I could see where. If you're bringing an all-comers army, that you're probably not going to be prepped for it. But then again, if you know that there's a possibility of it, I mean, the, the way that all of our events have been run so far is we let the warlords, uh, we, we we let the warlords choose where they deploy armies. Right. So you could honestly run a list that is nothing but knight killing, and tell your warlord, hey, put me next to those knights put me against those knights. That's what oh yeah, at.
1: Oh, yeah. Sam, don't don't cry when my solar ox takes down your knights. Okay, I just want to let you know. Well, well just re- re-
2: just just remember, Josh. By that point, your solar ox may be standing in line to throw a bombs at him. So <laughs> yeah. yeah, There
0: may, there may be a line for melter bombing. Yeah. yeah, just keep that in mind.
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's coming. It's coming,
0: dude. We were we were actually yep. talking about it in the in the uh, the podcast chat today. We were like, I was telling them, I was like, dude, if there was like, you could make like a militia army that's like. Fucking night hunters, like giant hunters, like with these like grapple fucking weapons and shit like that to like bring him bring him down,
2: bring <laughs> him down.
0: Like in like just like one like a big curly mustache. You get the the scion what? model. He's like your leader. He's like good, yes, take him down. <laughs> oh, that,
2: that would be so sick dude. sweet. Oh. That would yeah. be sick.
0: David said, "I go if you go, allow Primarch's chosen right of war." No, no Primarch's chosen, dude. Because no, the only way well, that that would be useful is if it was a Zomartalis. Zomortalis,
3: which, come on. Which would be stupid. Yeah, come on, dude. Come on. Come on, Brad. Yeah, yeah. Come on, Come bruh. on, Betty. Brother, but, okay, so let, let me let, let me throw
2: a little devil's advocate at you guys. How fluffy would it be, and it would be tough, how fluffy would it be to say in the Zomortalis game fucking Angron boarded this ship with some red butchers. With his triari?
1: No, Perturabo comes <laughs> in with his friggin'...
2: Yeah, or Perturabo coming in. How fluffy. I mean, yeah, I know it's going to be a fucking pain in the dick to fight against, but how fluffy is that?
0: Well, check yeah. this out. If if Perturabo or Angron is on the ship, I'm not going to send a little crew to go handle business. No, I'm, here's send, the I'm thing. waking but, but, up... All the dreadnoughts in the clip, and I'm just like... <laughs> there, you, there you go. <laughs> we're, we're going fucking... What was that movie called? Uh, Fucking... The the With the with Elvis and... uh
2: Elvis. Bubba Hotep? Bubba Hotep. Oh, on okay. Yeah. <laughs> like you guys, you guys went, went and actually watched Bubba Hotep. Bubba Hotep. I,
1: I, I watched
3: Bubba Hotep. I didn't mean
1: Bubba Hotep. Come on, man. Yeah,
2: Bubba, If, 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 if Angeron's on the
1: ship,
0: you go Bubba Hotep and wake up all the fucking all the dreadnoughts and send them at him. Even though he'll run through them like nothing, you just hope that you can just slow him down
2: while you escape. Yeah. No definitely, man. I, I just I, it's just such a fluffy image, it's so fitting with stuff you read in the books. That, oh
1: yeah. Portable yeah. yeah. comes in with the Iron Circle and just wrecks ass on the Iron Hand ship. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. That happens. You yeah, and they were like they were they were going to blow the ship. You know, just to take the Primark out. I mean, it was a sacrifice worth doing, you know. I mean, that could How be point a mission right there. How many point points is
3: Perturabo and and this Iron Circle? Like, there's no way <laughs> <Yeah>. 800? <or>, uh, <laughs> yeah, 800 is some change.
1: But here's the thing. Like, if you put it together a mission where it's the Iron Hand ship and Perturabo and the Iron Circle show up and you have to destroy the ship, with Perturabo on it before he can pour it out. That so we're so man. we're
3: playing like Battlefleet Gothic in there. Or are you talking? Well, like, oh, you're talking about blow it up no, on the inside.
1: Like, well, yeah, you, you, like can, you, you have like to secure like uh, objectives. overload the call. <laughs> exactly, exactly. You know, yeah, I mean, that yeah. would make that would make a hell of a mission. You know.
2: Yeah, you you could you could do some cool stuff like that where it's not about you know killing
1: Perturabo. Like, yeah, you know? it's 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 yeah. about you know blowing up the ship, you know, making the ultimate sacrifice to kill a traitor Primarch, you know? I
0: could I could see, like, right before the core overloaded, like, it does that weird countdown. Like, it, it's got uh, that neogram, like, five, thaw, three <laughs> Like, right at the one, Perturabo flicks you off and teleports out, and you're Heck like, Heck yeah, oh. dude.
1: Oh. Perturabo out!
0: <laughs> and, yeah. <laughs> and then the whole, like, the whole fucking, <laughs> like, Emperor-class ship just, like, sucks into itself yeah. and boom. Yeah, all you hear is like do, do now?
2: Goodbye, Pretorabo. We die. <laughs> we die. <laughs> it's like a fucking James Bond villain. What do you do now? You know. die, Bond. You die. <laughs> I feel
0: like Pretorabo is just, like, full of one-liners, too. You think so? I think he's too serious for that. No. no like, he's, like, that's, like, he's that's the darn. perfect... He's the perfect level of, like, not serious to where I bet he, like, throws down one-liners all the time. Like, he's got to have, like, some sort of... Like, some some sort of out. Like, he's got to, like, express his feelings somehow. Boom. And it's just...
1: Uh, so like, it's, when, he, when he takes on Kroger, man, like he's like, no, it's my turn to kick your ass. You know? I think, uh, know. yeah, I think Portrable's got a, a bit of a humorous, So, you know?
2: So, Ryan Kimmel has thrown down the gauntlet in the uh, chat. He said he'll fight a Primarch's Chosen List with his Salamanders and Zone Mortalis. No problem.
0: That's not a fight you want to fight. <laughs>
2: Ryan Kimmel doesn't just throw out idle threats
1: Right. Oh, yeah.
2: <laughs> he's actually been working on this list for the last 10 minutes he's like I will fuck you up <laughs> yeah.
0: Ryan Kimmel will write down on a notepad how he'll beat your ass and then give it to you before the game starts and tell you don't open this till the end of the game the game will go on <laughs> And at the end it's of the, the game,
1: magic.
3: you'll look at
0: it's it fucking go, copper
1: field with it. <laughs> it's like, look under your chair. <laughs> no, no, I, I, I
2: actually how... see Ryan is telling you, he gives it to you. He says, go ahead and open it now. Re- read that. And there's nothing you can do. It's still going to happen, just yeah. like you said it was going to. <laughs> you, look, you look down at the table and all your shit's off the table. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what would happen. Uh, yeah, Rob says uh, Perturabo the Bruce Willis of 30K. Yeah, he he one liners of everything. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Yippee ki motherfucker.
0: <laughs> he's, he's like right before he like gets out, it's like blood isn't stronger than iron, and then he like <laughs> teleports out, and you're just like, oh, that was badass. That was so cool. Oh <laughs> man, I gotta give, gotta give it to you,
3: bro. Yeah. <laughs> you got you me. So
1: tits. So tits. <laughs>
2: Oh shit! So yeah, who, who knows what you guys will see? We're we're definitely gonna be uh, changing it up at Stiff 3 a little bit. So we'll we learned a lot. Shit.
0: We, we learned a lot from Alamo guys. So we 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 are taking like a lot of feedback from Alamo, and we're gonna apply that to Stiff 3. So we're gonna run all these little micro events, I'm guessing. And by by this time next year, everybody's gonna be talking about how Stiff 3 was the best event they ever went to
2: in their whole life. That's well, right. Ever, and, and that and that that is considering that by this time next year you will have already gone to Adepticon, so we're, we're setting f- the bar pretty fucking high. I'm gonna, we're gonna, I'm gonna we're, just say that we're,
1: we're gonna, gonna fly high. we're gonna fly Kimmel in, and we're gonna put a, a price on his head to uh, anyone <laughs> at stiff, because you know? at this point people are going, who is this Ryan Kimmel guy, you know?
2: Well, it, well, if we schedule it just right, we may be able to be able to have the Swedes and the Aussies here.
0: That'd they're talking awesome. about coming.
2: They're, they're talking about like for sure. The Swedes,
0: the Aussies, and the Canadians yeah. are all talking about being here for stiff three.
1: Shit, Negro. That's all you like, have like, to say.
0: A boiling pot, dude. Yeah. And hey, then yeah. like and then we'll find out who the who the true winner is.
2: Global heresy,
0: my friends. Global Fucking heresy. Iowa's guys are gonna come over and just like Fucking bend us over!
2: <laughs> like, oh, this is yeah. Yeah, Tim's gonna be like, "This is how we do it in Australia, but with an Australian accent." So, <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah, get
3: back,
2: yeah, get back. Get <laughs> <laughs> it's our best Australian accent. Yeah. <laughs> it's all I got. Justin, it's we, we got. suck. <laughs> what are you?
3: What are you doing? What are you doing using your apothecary? That's strength ten, abbey. <laughs> strength ten, abbey. I don't even know what that means I <laughs>
0: Tim I know you're listening to this right now Just uh, You have full permission To have any Texas accent you want
3: Oh <laughs> yeah bring it on
1: yeah.
0: Bring it on like try
1: it, it, try it out yeah.
3: Who knows you might Walker like it Texas Ranger.
1: Yeah. You might like it You know what what will happen is After round one we'll bring in a Squatch, And uh, he'll be thrown <laughs> off his game
2: Yeah. Yeah I already told you this morning we had all sorts of Squatch and alien talk I said, you see, you get all that shit here in Texas, so we're gonna bring you down to Texas and expose you to all of it.
3: So, <laughs> the the, uh, you, Josh you should tell them. You know, we found out just recently. Josh had this contest uh, for one of, for a free cup, uh, I guess, for a cup from Grim Brothers Coatings. Uh huh. And one of the things that he was supposed to find in the scavenger hunt to to post a picture with online to win was Vegemite. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> which. Which is everybody, as everybody knows, because I'm sure you're all big men at work fans, you know, they. It's a, <laughs> who isn't? Who isn't, Zach? Who yeah, isn't? Oh, yeah. 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 Hey, we've seen them in concert, man. We saw men I at get, work in concert. Yeah, in hell yeah, I. No I
1: shit. Yep.
3: Yeah, yeah, corpus. Corpus, yeah, think, yeah right? It was a
1: corpus. That I... Remember
3: they had that. Remember they had that guy playing, the, Josh, saxophone, that was, like, playing the saxophone. with the vein
1: in his head, looked
3: like he was gonna explode. He had he had like he, he had like this ponytail, and it was like a five head into a ponytail. Oh yeah, and like it was it was coming out like Ernie McCracken from from Kingpin.
1: Show, it was like as the show went on, it was like.
3: We're about to witness—we're about to witness a, a, a pulmonary embolism or whatever. Uh, some kind of heart attack was about to happen on stage. This guy was going at it, sweating his ass off. Ernie McCracken hair, full effect, going oh, off yeah. on the saxophone.
2: Was, was he shirtless like the guy from Lost Boys?
1: No, no, uh,
2: yeah, yeah the doing same, the pelvic
1: thrust yeah, he was making the same gyrating motion, <laughs> however, he was I'm envisioning. <laughs> he was not shirtless, I mean, this guy he probably weighed yeah. like eighty five pounds soaking wet, yeah, but it's uh, like
3: eight, and eighty five years old as well, I
1: think, oh yeah, oh yeah, his That's last amount. hurrah. I don't know how he didn't just like bust into like an embolism or some shit like on stage because he was no. wailing on that so, set. Yeah.
0: So yeah. I like every so Johnson y'all has like some like odd story that comes out of it.
1: Oh
3: yeah. Yeah. Oh, talk yeah. about oh, yeah. L- Lollapalooza
1: 1997. Snoop Dogg. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Zach. Okay, okay. Okay. So there we were, right? <laughs> there we were. Lollapalooza 1997. You know, and it's Prodigy. Tool, Snoop Dogg, James—about a hundred other bands are playing, you know. Uh, but uh, Zach, the, the, what is it? Prodigy kicks off, right? And Zach. No, goes no, 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 no. Prodigy
3: was the headliner. Was Prodigy Tool. was the headliner.
1: It was Tool. Tool kicks off. Like the first song, Tool kicks off, and Zach's like, "Put me up," and I'm like, "Yeah, let's go!" And I throw him up on the crowd. Right? He goes up, and then the bouncer, or like one of the line guys in the front pulls him in and kicks him out of the show, right? Oh, shit. So I'm like, what? I'm like, yeah. How do you oh, get, yeah, do you get kicked out of the show, man? Yeah, because
2: there was crowd no
1: – Crowdsurfing, crowd was wow. a big one. Though. Yeah, I, so – I
2: went to law Police a couple of different years. there. I'd never – well, that's been years back.
1: But hold on. The, 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 the story continues, right? So Zach gets kicked <laughs> out of the show, and I see him go down, and I'm like – oh, bummer, right? And I'm thinking, I hope he you know, can get back to the car and just wait it out, you know? But there's still like Prodigy coming on, right? So all the tool plays their whole set, right? And Prodigy's getting ready to come out on stage. And who fucking runs up behind me? My brother, right? Like, he ditched the cops. Like, like <laughs> juked some of the bouncers. Comes in, like, I mean, it's totally ninja style. He He's not like, ready works.
0: for Twisted Fire, Stata.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh yeah, he... And he breaks back into the show right now in 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 true form My brother breaks back into the show and was and was able to to witness prodigy on stage yeah so yeah, yeah that's that's my brother which you know his his concert ninja skills don't stop there because you know uh you know and I can't tell that story without telling this story We go to see
3: Nail nail perfect, perfect,
1: perfect circle. Oh, right? nice, man. So we're we're in was it Austin? No, Houston at the Toyota Center, I think, right? I think. Anyway, we're on the second mezzanine level, right? And and like looking over, we're like right there at the balcony level. So looking over, there's a still like a lower level, and then there's the floor, right? So my brother gets this great idea. He says. Hey, lower me over the side oh, shit. <laughs> and drop me down to the lower. I said, no, bro. I said, I got you here, right? So I said, follow me. So, you know, uh, we were tripping on acid, I think. I think. <laughs> oh, nice. Okay. <laughs> but but anyway. Tripping so, balls. I'm, I'm glad
0: you kept your bearings.
1: <laughs> so so anyway, I, I mean, but he was like really wanting me to drop him over the side. So I said, no, come on, bro, let's go. And me, him, and my wife, who I was dating at the time, go downstairs and I said, "Look, all we got to do is go in one of the bottom entrances, so we're walking down, and at the base of this stairway is these two massive, what looked like african American individuals, like huge like huge <laughs> they black looked men. like,
2: but they were not
1: no, 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 they looked like huge black men, gentlemen, right well." <laughs> We get down there and I was like, "Look, Are, were so, they really gentlemen?" So hold on, hold on. So so, so many so, questions right now. So, 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 so hold on. So but hold they on. Weren't so they
0: weren't huge. It was <laughs> two little black men standing on each other's shoulders,
1: we're, wearing large black men outfits. No, no. So, so,
3: so wearing trench hey. coats.
1: <laughs> so, they were gray vegan men. No. Uh, uh, so, you know, okay. it's full circle. So anyway, um we, we, we we're walking down the aisle and we're like, you know, kind of you know, nonchalantly walking down towards the aisle, and I tell my brother, you know, I whisper over to him, I said, now all you gotta do is get by those two big motherfuckers and we're cool, right? <laughs> so my brother, you know, says, All right, and makes a and, and just takes off into a run. Boom, hits <laughs> both of these extremely large African-American seeming men, which turns out to be two large African-American women because oh. the noise was, oh, you know, as my brother plows into him, right? So I look at him and I'm, I see him go, so I'm like, screw it. So he one of them's got my brother by the leg and I, and I like, like run through the guy or, woman, you know, and knock him off my brother. My brother takes off. My wife, dumbfounded by this whole ordeal, is standing there looking at us, like, just maul over these two black African-American women, and and, and of course, we run through the crowd. We're down on the floor and we look up. We, take, we pull off our shirts, you know, so we can, like, blend into the crowd, and we're, like, maybe, man, we're within sweating distance of Trent Reznor. I mean, Trent like, Reznor. he was he was right there, like I mean it was it was like BAM, you know, through the crowd, through the, the bouncers, down to the floor, all the way to the front of the stage, and bam, we were able to enjoy nine inch nails in full force face to face with old Trump. Nice. For, yeah.
3: for for one and a half songs. <laughs> it was like it like it like ended. It like ended like right. <laughs> yeah, y'all get down there. He's like, Thank you,
2: Houston, good night and you're like, you. like,
1: Oh, wait a yeah. second. Oh,
3: <laughs> We shouldn't have waited until closer or whatever to do it.
1: <laughs> well, my brother didn't have the great idea until the very end of the show. So, but at least I didn't drop him off the mezzanine, you know. So yeah,
2: that's I've, I've been to Toyota Center. That's a little bit of a drop from the uh, mezzanine to the floor below.
1: No, yeah, it was. It was. It was definitely a, a drop, and, and my brother was waiting to do it. You know, thank God, one of yeah, us had was, our wits about us.
0: I was. Uh, <laughs> I was actually at the uh, Toyota Center during Warp Tour. That's back when I was doing uh, all the concert photography. I want to say this was Warped Tour like 2010, and they closed off the inner, like they kept the uh, the stadium open, except the interior of the stadium, the very bottom, and then you know you have that stage right there. They had that closed off. They had bouncers blocking everybody from coming in because it was out uh, like up to capacity to where they couldn't have any more people at the bottom part, but they could still have people in the actual stadium. Well, this kid. Goes to the uh, the second tier, and like he's standing on the second tier, and he's like telling people like, "Hey, hey, catch me!" And it's like it's Motion City soundtrack. It's not like something like some incredible <laughs> fucking band he's got to get to. Like it's, it's like Motion City, and dude, all I remember is like I said it like kind of louder than I should have. I was like, "Do it, do, do it, it. <laughs>
3: then,
0: like." Oh, like okay. Two people heard me and they're like, do it. And then like, it just like, like six people like, do it. And I was like, oh my God, what have I started? Dude, this <laughs> kid jumps from that second fucking tier, like down into the crowd, expecting him to catch him. And they open up this hole. Oh, And geez. he's just like, no! boom, just like flat on both of his legs. Like, dude, both of his legs are just fucked. They stopped the show. They bring the fucking medics in there. this kid is just screaming like his legs are all fucked up like all over the place he's, <laughs> in, he's like, in a wheelchair now. Thank dude, you,
3: Michael.
1: that's <laughs> yes.
3: how <laughs> yes. Oh, well, uh, concerts <laughs> all concerts should be like that.
1: <laughs> who loves you and who do you love? <laughs> it oh
0: man, it, I remember that shit dude, that that second team you bro.
1: that could have been you bro. that could have been you.
3: <laughs> oh man, why'd you stop <laughs> me do it? Why did you stop me? You could have been brother.
1: legendary. Dude, dude knocking over those two big African American women dude, that is was nuts. legendary. I mean it was it was insane. African
3: American like this is Condoleezza Rice or something, you know?
1: yeah, you know, I've already I have already said ass fucking, you know, what do you expect?
2: Uh you know, I, I will say I've I've to my knowledge, I don't think I've ever done anything stupid at a concert. I've seen plenty of stupid shit. But I don't think I've ever done anything that that stupid. Yeah. And, all,
1: and you've gone Dwayne. to some pretty good concerts, dude. I I've I've, <laughs> I've,
2: I've I've been to a a number of shows since the early '90s, and yeah, it's uh,
1: it's amazing that yeah. you haven't done that anything stupid.
2: <laughs> yeah, I've seen I've, I've, still, I've seen a bunch there's of stupid still shows. Time. I've
1: seen people there's having, still time,
2: Chris. Oh, yeah, I know. You're
1: just not on the right drugs, Chris.
2: <laughs> yeah, I'm actually talking about going to the Houston Open Air Show in September, so I'm just trying to decide if I really want to go to an outdoor concert for two days. Oh, that's ripe. Ripe city. Yeah, it's uh well I do it the right way, dude. I'm not I'm not in my twenties. I'd get a fucking hotel right by there and and do it right, but there's a bunch of good bands, dude. A bunch the of smells. good bands. The smells so,
0: Dude, it like, all, honestly, like, no show is like as fun as it is. Like, once you got that photo pass, man, you go into photo pit. Like, it's just like, like that's the tits. That's where it's at. Like, it's like, it's like being VIP without paying to be VIP. And unless, like, you,
1: wh- unless you, maul a couple people to get down to this floor. <laughs> you know? yeah, yeah.
3: You're not there. You're not. You're not on my level, bro. <laughs> you
1: gotta, you're not you on, gotta, on you level, Michael. <laughs> yeah,
3: you gotta. Somebody's gotta get hurt.
1: <laughs> you gotta bring the pain Michael I've seen bring a lot of
0: people get hurt at concerts dude
2: yeah you yeah, know but I've, I've I've seen a lot of people get hurt I've seen people doing stupid shit kind of like what y'all are talking about but yeah I've also seen dude there was a dude that he fucking dropped it. he was in the pit at Living Color this has been years ago
1: oh Living Color nice
2: yeah in the pit at Living Color and fucking he got hit in the head his contact popped out and uh, they stopped the pit so the dude could find his contact
1: are you fucking me? That's not a concert. No, dude, that's dude, cool, man. That what is that? Not the, that. What is that? The uh-huh. cult of personality? Yeah, <laughs> heck yeah.
0: They weren't setting up for like a wall of Jericho, and they're like, "This is your no. like five <laughs> seconds while while we get everybody situated to make this mega mosh pit." No, it was just like, "Hold on, guys, he lost his contact."
2: Now, of course, hold that, on. That, that that's living color. I couldn't imagine that happening, like at Lamb of God, fish, or
1: yeah, fishbone, right? Fishbone. Yeah,
2: because <laughs> the the pit at Lamb of God was just fucking insane. Yeah, and I, I, lost I my we were standing right behind it, and my buddy Terry's like, "You want to get closer to the stage?" I was like, "Nah, I'm good. I, I can see everything perfectly. I don't I don't need the pit. I'm good."
1: Uh, that's like suicidal tendencies, right? <laughs> oh, dude,
2: uh, yeah, dude.
1: Uh, so we saw suicidal
2: at Southport Meadows in '94. It was a uh, uh, Metallica did a big package tour.
1: If you didn't and come so, out of the pit, if you didn't come out of the pit bloody, then you were doing something wrong, dude.
2: That's yeah, so we we were in the, we were in the pit for that. My buddy Eric got two different cigarettes put out on him, like in the pit. <laughs> yeah, it was uh, I got kicked in the head. I don't know how many times, dude. It was fucking brutal, but it was a bad show, man. It was uh, a Rob Halford's fight, uh, when he was doing his little side project, uh, suicidal. They're supposed to be Alice in Chains, but they didn't tour. They dropped out of the tour due to uh, Lane Staley's uh, drug use. So <laughs> no, yeah. But, well, so Metallica gets on stage. A role doing, model. Metallica kind of rips through their first song, and they're doing, "Hey South Park Meadows, Austin, how you doing?" Blah blah. It goes, "Yeah, you know, they're talking about, hey, what do y'all think of suicidal?" And like, yeah, um, Alice and James was supposed to be here, but uh, and then fucking James is like, "I can't tour, I can't tour," hitting his arm like that, just talking <laughs> shit about him, dude, big oh, time. Shit. But, uh, yeah, that was the last time I was in a in a, in a Metallica show. That's been a few years back.
1: And the Charybdis is done. Finished. Only took me, like, two months. Shit.
3: And <laughs> yeah, my, my Storm Eagle is practically, you know, table ready, at least. I mean, I need to do a bunch of detail. And some decals.
1: Some decals. Deckles.
3: And I don't For have decals. any doors. So, so,
2: to kind of get back on track, Michael, what what do you think would be, like, your top three, if you had to pick, your top three moments of Alamo 30K?
0: Top three moments of Alamo. Yeah. Uh, well, I think what was kind of cool is, uh, okay, I think one of the funniest things was my mission that I had wrote up and all that jazz like, I, I love this mission just because, like, it was so... Uh, there, there was so much... There was, like, every secondary... The way the secondary objectives were is there were these... Uh, there, there was a tank farm full of Prometheum. And so there was eight different tanks out there. And then I also had five different communication arrays on there. And when the game started, what you would do is you would pick secretly which objectives you were going for. And the objectives were either... Capture the communication arrays. If you held them at the end of the game, you got two points for each one you held at the end of the game. Uh, or you could hold them for the entire game and every two every two turns they'd shit out a point. Uh, or there was another secondary objective where you could uh, blow up the tanks and for every tank you blew up, it was one victory point. And uh, the, there was another one that was like protect the tanks. So you had no idea what your opponent was doing. So your opponent could be, like, going in there to destroy the tank, so your opponent could, like, not give a fuck about the tank. It was just gonna go cap these uh, these communication arrays. Uh, so it's kind of funny, like, at one point in the game, like, I, every time I saw somebody playing my table, I'd go up and I'd be like, hey, man, what, what mission did you get? And, like, secretly they'd be like, yeah, I'm, gonna, I'm doing the destroy the tank mission, or, you know, I'm, I'm here to capture the fucking whatever. And I'm like, cool, cool, cool. And uh, so, like, Everybody that was doing the the capture the tanks missions or like destroy the tanks missions weren't destroying the tanks flat out. They were like waiting until the game was like getting to the end, and then they just go like ape shit and start like destroying tanks. <laughs> well, uh, uh, when Barth was playing, they like they went they went in, started blast like they blasted one of the tanks, and so I guess the other team was like, oh shit, they're trying to destroy tanks. Let's go ahead and fucking, like, let's charge them. Let's get them in combat. And then, like, at the end of the game, it's like, we were here to protect the tanks, fuckers. Like, it was, like, all this, like, misdirection. Like, oh, fuck, like, they didn't, didn't want to destroy the tanks at all. So, yeah, it was no, there was, like, so much misdirection. Like, it was, like, that, that was probably, like, one of the funniest things I saw there. So that was, like, definitely my top three, uh, seeing, like, people fucking trying to trick each other to tell them, like, what they're doing at that mission. So That's cool. Uh, what else was there? Like there, at one point in the game, on uh, Ryan Weber's table, there was like basically just like back and forth, uh, like tanks. It was like Scott Unger was playing all of his Iron Hands on that table, so we had like a bunch of tanks on there, and uh, on the other side there was all these Medusas and Basilisks and everything. And from the Zomortalis table, there was this like uh this air like entire table effect haywire blast that went off. Mm-hmm. And so he shot that haywire blast onto that table and it affected like nine tanks. Oh like just, wow. Ooh, just like huge like fucking EMP across the table.
2: And like it,
0: it fucks some tanks up. But I was like, dude, I was like, that is such a cool rule. <laughs> <All those> fucking... <laughs> I, I was
2: I was wondering how that was going to come out in play. Because I just uh, I just had this thought of like, you know, why wouldn't they use an EMP weapon? Because I, I just think EMP weapons are kind of no-brainers in a like technological a society.
1: Like a pinch. I watched uh, Ocean's Eleven last night. <laughs> yeah, a
2: pinch. Yeah. <laughs> he covers his nuts.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> so that's cool that it got that many vehicles.
0: Yeah, dude. It was, so, it was like, it was a whole bunch of fucking vehicles just like knocked out. Fucking, like they weren't destroyed, but they were like hurt. But it was just like, boom boom, 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 boom. Like watching all those fucking vehicles just like, get that. Nice. Get that. But uh, But yeah, dude. That's... But yeah, was, it was some good good moments, dude. Did y'all did y'all see this quote in the the chat a second ago, where uh, it was uh, real McNeil talking about the Texas quote? Yeah, he said God invented the Remington bolt action rifle to fight the dinosaurs and homosexuals. <laughs> <laughs>
2: So so true, so true. Like I, I'm
0: trying to, I'm trying to like think of like how I could say that in a Texas that God invented the Remington bolt action rifle, yes.
3: to fight the five dinosaurs, like,
0: and the homos, and and the vegans.
1: Don't forget the vegans.
3: Oh, fuck off! <laughs> <laughs> this
1: will
3: hey, turn you into a sexual
0: tyrannosaurus,
1: just like <laughs> me.
0: Oh, for everybody out there listening, like, go to Amazon right now and look up dino, what is it, dino, uh, like, sex novels. They're real. Those are real things.
1: <laughs> I've seen them. I've seen them, yeah. That's D- there's true. there's one the called it? Tyrannosaurus.
0: My, my, it's, it's called My Boss Tyrannosaurus Rex Turned Me Gay. <laughs> <laughs> and it, it's it's about a CEO, Tyrannosaurus Rex, that turns his... Uh, yeah.
2: So, So there was an article on... It was either Business Insider or Wall Street Journal online here about a year ago, about how these people were basically getting rich, writing this very niche, uh, like so Sasqu- Sasquatch, basically porn.
0: Yeah, no, that's that's all it, over the
2: place. Yeah, the, so it's like it may have been two years ago, but it's right after this was coming out, and how it was all on Amazon and just using the the online book model. And how it was such a big deal, and people were trying to find what's going to be the next big thing. So I guess, you know, dinosaur fucking
3: is next. <laughs> like getting getting raped by a sasquatch. Like, oh, I'm a camper in the woods, and sasquatch yeah. in- enters me.
2: Yeah.
1: yeah or, 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 or
3: You're or out, you Josh. Know. We'll catch you later, Josh.
1: I, I'm, I'm out. I'm out, guys. I'll keep it. Keep it up, man. I'll catch you. Up, All man. right, later on, bro. All right, so, it. Right.
3: <laughs> But that, yeah, means it, gotta, that means he got. That means he got to take a shit because he just ate two pounds of meat. Yeah, so FRB the, bro, the meat shits. FRB, FRB.
2: Uh, yeah, dude, it, it's a whole thing. Uh, just what kind of weird shit can you have, fucking people?
3: Yeah, no. And it no, makes no, me I, sad that I didn't think of it. I believe it. Like, there's something. I mean, people have weird shit that turns them on. I guess you know.
0: You could you could sell your dirty socks on eBay for like a ridiculous amount of money
3: yeah that's real go
0: go go type in dirty socks on ebay and you know think about that
3: i I'm, I'm doing that yeah, right now Hang on. you have to like you have to like verify that you've been you know ran ran three miles or something like that in them. there' I'm a kind of dirt
0: there's a guy on reddit that shared his story how basically he would make like ten grand a month on selling dirty socks he'd go to uh He'd go to Goodwill buy old like buy these old socks and he'd rub uh, Parmesan cheese on them to make them like smelly and he was like this like well known like dirty sock seller on uh, eBay so like he had these clientele that were like I gotta buy socks from this guy so, and like he, like he would like basically write this the best.
3: yeah so he, so he always had these they, stories. Do the socks like lose their? They're sent after a while, like they're just no good anymore. Like the, this one's got to be fresh, and it's only good for like you know 48 hours of, of stuff. So oh,
2: Chris, I, I see I, your face more. dude. I, so I I went to eBay and I googled I just eBay dirty socks right, and so most of it's chick socks, but there's one that I'm looking at right here. It's cute women teen used pre-owned dirty trashed. It's at 23 bids, six dollars. With a twenty dollar buy it now, the one next to it's worn used women's socks pre owned thigh high, fifteen ninety nine with one bid. I'm like
3: motherfucker. What who? Well, how much how much are uh, thigh high socks to buy?
2: Not that much. I'm sure you're making two, that much profit. Profit two, like, two two pairs of dirty trash Adidas socks. Now of course okay. So all these socks have women modeling them, right? So. Maybe that's part of, like, the allure. But these two pair, 15 bids at $20 with a $50 buy it now. i had got to get dude, my wife a bottle some socks.
0: Fuck. There, there was, there was some on there, dude, that, like, my grandma told me that she was getting into eBaying, right? And I was like, oh, just go sell socks, Nana. Like, go sell socks on eBay. You'd, you'd be good. And she's like, and I was, like, telling her that, like, people buy these. Like, I, I dude, I have no filter with my grandma. Like, I just tell, her, like, straight out, like, hey, look, there's some creepy people on the Internet. They'll buy dirty socks. And, like, when I looked it up to show her, there were, like, socks for, like, 200 bucks on there, like, like 90-something bids. Like,
2: Yeah, I'm, I'm probably on a list now for
3: looking at this, but I'm just like, yeah, dude. Your red flag, bro. Yeah, I'm not going to be able to fly. <laughs> people buy anything. We're working real hard trying to, like, Michael's trying to figure out, like, I want to make some assault cannon hands. You know, everybody's trying to figure out that niche, and there's people that just already have it just because they... So fucking dirty ass fucking socks. Parmesan cheese socks.
2: Dude, so sad.
3: There's 200, 264
2: listings just, and I didn't even try to like find like different types. I just did dirty socks. 264 listings.
0: Do sold, do sold ones, and then sort it by price, and then fucking be disgusted with America. Dude, I'm just, uh, I'm
2: closing that window down. Fuck that. I'm just. Is that the same computer you googled uh, age consent in Japan? No, I did that on my phone. <laughs> <laughs> I, I got to mix it up, dude. I can't do it. I can't do it all on one on one source.
3: Everybody who's What does it do to... is, it a, is it a trap?
2: <laughs> dude, look at this. Like I'll show you. I'll show you. Have you seen it, Zach?
0: It's so. No,
3: funny. I was scared to. I was like, uh, I don't want to. I'm a I'm a policeman, dude.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, here <you're> I <laughs> can right. do that shit. I got you, homie.
3: Yeah, you know I, mean? I, I sent it to my brother Jimmy. as soon
2: as I pulled it up, and dude, he was laughing so hard. But he even knew before he even did it. He started like talking, and he knew he knew what it was. Me, I was like, "What kind of list am I going to be on after googling this?"
3: Yeah, yeah I mean, this is not. I'm not consenting to this. What Michael does, does he does of his own free will? I just want y'all to know. Well, you actually your voice modulated like the Matrix. So Am dude, I
0: something, something changed.
2: Something <laughs> happened. Yeah, the, the NS FBI has now listening. Fuck. Oh, dude, y'all can't see it.
3: I'm gonna I'm gonna change me to silhouette mode.
2: <laughs> Why can't y'all see it? Oh man. I'm I'm only doing this. Josh has <laughs> gone into witness protection. It's Never witness mind. Protection mode.
0: Y'all are gonna to have to just type in. This is not. Aging this is not, not my name. <laughs>
3: This is not my name.
0: <laughs> look look at, look at the picture though. Like the picture is what makes it so funny. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Meanwhile, Zach's over here in blackface. I can't see the picture.
0: I What? Wait.
2: Hold on. Uh David, we're actually not talking about the actual age. Look at the picture that comes up at t- at the top. If you don't get it, well, go watch It's Always Sunny. Hey, this is this is what it shows, Zach.
0: Uh, uh, come on! <laughs> that that judgmental face. Just like why the fuck? Why the fuck are you looking this up? <laughs> hey,
3: wait a minute. Oh, That's so good. Yeah, it's it's
2: it's awesomeness. Uh, yeah, just can't do the face. All right, guys, we're there, man. Everybody's yeah. kind
0: of. Yeah, that's that's a yeah, David. That's that's Dennis from Always Sunny in Philadelphia.
2: Yeah, do, do yourself a favor, go watch that show, and uh, go watch the Dennis System. I'm trying to think of episodes that would give you some insight as to why that face is funny. Uh, the Dennis System is definitely one of them. Uh, the gang buys a boat, I think, is the other one. Yep. So okay. watch those two eps. Thank us later.
0: All right, guys. Well, let's go ahead and close <laughs> it out, man. I gotta head out. Seems like everybody
3: else is kind of closing.
2: Yeah, I gotta gotta hit the sheets, man. I got back to work tomorrow,
3: so. Dude, for
2: real. Yeah.
3: Oh man, I'm up, man. I got lots of time, man. I got all this vegan energy. <laughs> yeah, we don't have that. We have I, normal. I guess I'll go. I guess I'll go just rub one out. What yeah. am I gonna?
2: We're, we're all slowed by meat over here,
3: so. <laughs> I gotta jerk off three times before I get before I'm tired enough to go to sleep. <laughs> Rub fucking,
2: one, rub one fucking, out in a sock, and then flip it in eBay. <laughs> fucking broccoli. Zach, tomorrow Zach's gonna be. I quit my job, dude. I'm just selling socks on eBay now. <laughs> I got dirty, the, I got those broccoli, socks. I got
3: those broccoli loads, man.
2: <laughs> All right, you too. We love you guys. We'll talk to y'all later. Y'all
1: yeah, have a good one, guys. All right. Good night, everybody.